You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. It's time for your Fox News commentary. Dr. Nicole Sapphire. What's on your mind? Childhood obesity is a serious problem in the United States. Because of this, the American Academy of Pediatrics released new guidelines for treating childhood obesity for the first time in 15 years, emphasizing the need for intensive action, including surgery and medication. In 2017 to 2019, the CDC reported about 20% of kids were obese, defined as a body mass index at or above the 95th percentile of the CDC sex-specific BMI for age growth charts. Further, kids gained weight at an increased rate during the COVID-19 pandemic, especially those who are already overweight. Over the past three decades, childhood obesity rates have tripled in the United States, and today one of three children is overweight or obese. While the pandemic and overall increased use of electronic devices have largely contributed to rising obesity rates in our youth, they are not solely to blame. The term fat shaming was born over the last decade that has led to many physicians being too afraid to have honest discussions about weight with their patients. Doctors have been told to refrain from using words such as overweight and obese, widely accepted medical terms, and to instead replace them with phrases like above a healthy weight in an effort not to make someone feel bad about excess weight. The American Academy of Pediatrics, too, stressed the importance of using sensitive and non-stigmatizing language when discussing weight, focusing more on the stigma of being overweight than the medical urgency of it. Mainstream and even social media are promoting a trending movement advocating for body positivity and self-love, including being overweight. Social media influencers and other famous faces have taken over pop culture, with millions of followers trying to cultivate a platform to promote plus-size bodies. A recent Time magazine interview even suggested exercise to be an activity with roots in white supremacy. The piece titled, The White Supremacist Origins of Exercise, describes how exercise began in the early 1900s by white Americans seeking to strengthen their race amid increasing immigration. Advocacy groups have even created a plus-size appreciation day to remind ourselves that when it comes to beauty, one size doesn't fit all, and to celebrate the curves that men and women everywhere rock. To sum it up, the messages being delivered are, discussing weight is bad and exercising is racist. No wonder childhood obesity is up. While body positivity is undeniably important for one's mental health, the line has been blurred regarding the known detriments to physical health from being overweight. The key message should not be fat versus thin. Rather, the focus should be on lowering the risk of preventable chronic conditions associated with obesity, such as cardiovascular disease, diabetes, joint problems, and even cancer. Childhood obesity in the United States is a serious public health problem that cannot be fixed with a pill. It will take an all-hands-on-deck approach to create a healthier environment within the family for the long-term benefit of the child, since kids who are overweight are more likely to be overweight through their adulthood. One of the best approaches to reduce childhood obesity is to improve eating and exercise habits of the entire family and ensure families have access to healthy, unprocessed food. From a medical standpoint, the normalizing of obesity must end to prevent the overwhelming amount of chronic illness that is sure to ensue. Ultimately, it is vital to acknowledge excess body fat is risky and leads to many chronic diseases. While body positivity should be promoted, it must be taken into consideration if people receiving and promoting proper information about the risk associated with being overweight. Dr. Nicole Sapphire, Fox News. 
You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch to the customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. I'm Elizabeth. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Looking for uncommon talent? Meet the grads of life. They're not the typical candidates you're used to, but they're exactly who your company needs. An ideal fit for entry-level positions, internships, and even mentorships. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn more. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. This is a Fox News alert. A lot of planes are grounded across America. I'm Dave Anthony. It's not because of weather this time. The FAA is having computer issues, and FlightAware reports there are more than 1,100 flight delays to or from or within the U.S., a number that's been rising fast in the past hour. The outage affects pilots uploading flight plans, and the FAA says it's up to airlines to determine if they still want to fly. And United has just announced a ground stop on all its flights until 10 a.m. Eastern. That's the next three hours. Republicans had a lot of questions about the classified documents found at a Washington think tank where Joe Biden had an office after he was vice president before he ran for president. People know I take classified uh, 
documents and classified information seriously. And the president said at a summit in Mexico, he was surprised they were found in November and they were turned over to archives and he's cooperating. But in light of former President Trump and the probe of documents found at his estate, Speaker Kevin McCarthy tells Fox's Hannity the president's behaving like a hypocrite. They think the law doesn't apply to them. They think they write their own. And that's what infuriates the American public. House Republicans are asking U.S. intel for a damage assessment on those documents. That's Fox's Jill Nato. It's up to at least 17 deaths now in the recent storms that have hit California after heavy rain caused a lot of flooding and mudslides and more rain is forecast in the coming days. They handed out the Golden Globes last night. Fox's Todd Pyro on the winners last night and they were also in uh, the movies and on television. The Banshees of Inisherin takes home three awards including for best musical comedy. That's the most of any uh, film nominated. Steven Spielberg winning the award for best director for The Fablements. Film also landing the award for best drama. And when it comes to the small screen, Abbott Elementary was the big winner. America's listening to Fox News. Democrats predicted an end to high inflation, but nothing has changed. In fact, food and housing prices are still going higher. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings from inflation by diversifying into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, simply text the word SHELTER to 989898, and you'll get a free info kit on gold IRAs that will explain everything. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Again, our top Fox News story, there are a lot of flight delays across America this morning, more than 1,100 according to FlightAware, because of an FAA computer outage that's affecting flight plans for the airlines. United has grounded all its planes until 10 o'clock Eastern time. It's up to each airline if it wants to determine the fly. The man accused of attacking police on New Year's Eve near Times Square in New York City, now facing federal terrorism charges, alleged to have become a radicalized Muslim follower while in Maine over the summer. The Department of Justice says Trevor Thomas Bickford has been charged with attempting to kill officers, U.S. government officials, and those assisting them. Accused of attacking three New York City police officers with a large knife on New Year's Eve. Officials shooting the teen in the shoulder after he allegedly shouted Alu Akbar before charging at officers working with the FBI near Times Square. Bickford, who also faces state charges, including attempted murder, remains in custody and will be transported to face federal charges filed in the Southern District of New York. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Another man who attacked police sentenced to prison in Wisconsin. It dates back to the 2020 unrest protesting George Floyd's killing by a police officers in Minnesota. It was August 23rd, 2020, when police officers in Kenosha were helping remove a damaged police vehicle during major riots going on. That's when now 29-year-old Ashton Howard of Kenosha picked up a brick and threw it at an officer and knocked him unconscious. That police officer had to be brought to the hospital. Howard will now be brought to federal prison, a judge sentencing him to five years behind bars, and he has to pay over $29,000 in restitution. After the attack, prosecutors say Howard bragged to multiple people that he had been the one who hit the officer. 
He did plead guilty last year to charges of obstructing a law enforcement officer. John Saucier, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures up slightly ahead of today's trading. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Lafayette police have confirmed a motorcycle rider died in a crash that happened in the 400 block of Carmel Drive. Police are investigating the entire situation. More details as they become available. Benjamin DeQueer of Lafayette has been charged with felony hit and run in the death of Dustin Joseph Johnson of Arnaville. Johnson's body was discovered in a ditch on East Milton Road, January 7th. Youngsville police used evidence at the scene to link DeQueer to the incident. Opelousas police say five minors have been corrected or excuse me, have been arrested now in connection with a shooting last week on Margie Place. Now, officers say the shooting was part of a robbery that had been planned by the five minors, three of which have been arrested. Opelousas police say they do expect the arrest of two other people later this week. The victim is recovering after being shot in the stomach. Lafayette police were called out to a local gym early Tuesday morning after a man allegedly punched a woman. Now, later it was reported this person was doing burnouts in the gym's parking lot and then bit and punched a Lafayette police officer as he was being arrested. The man, Elite Kit of Shorter, Alabama, is facing multiple charges in the incident. Well, the American of the American Academy of Pediatrics has issued its first comprehensive guidelines in 15 years on the treatment of childhood obesity. They are taking a look at all of the different numbers and what's happening with it. Now, according to Dr. Amanda Stiano with LSU's Pennington Biomedical Center, they're taking a watchful approach as waistlines of children keep going up and also the incidences of type 2 diabetes. We reviewed over 16,000 studies and found that the best approach is a more intense approach to give families tools right away that they can use to lose weight. Now, in terms of what is that going to actually look like, a healthy sleeping program, more physical activity, nutritional counseling will be suggested, and some of the kids, it might mean medication or weight loss surgery. Alciano says the guidelines begin as early as age two, and the sooner they can address a child's weight issues, the better. There are different recommendations based on that child's weight and age on what's appropriate for the child. Doctors are working with families to make sure that that child's home and school environment is promoting healthier behaviors. New guidelines recommends both kids and adolescents be offered intensive treatments. Stiano says once they're teenagers, many will be eligible for FDA-approved medication and weight loss surgery. These are safe and effective treatment options that have shown to help adolescents to lose weight and get them on a better health trajectory. In other headlines, the LSU gymnastics team is increasing their security after a large group of teenage boys swarmed to see 20-year-old junior Olivia Dunn at a meet in Utah Friday night. Gymnastics coach Jay Clark fears the situation will only get worse after a reporter covering the competition posted a video of the incident. And so somebody puts it on the internet and it goes viral. So now all we've done is, is sort of encourage that kind of behavior everywhere we go. 
Uh, Dunn issued a statement on social media after asking fans to be respectful of the gymnasts and the community. Dunn is one of the most followed athletes on social media. Clark says while social media and name and image and likeness deals help to put new faces on a sport that otherwise the public might not see, this also has its disadvantages. But on the other hand, it's a little bit of a distraction and it can be kind of a pain in the neck when it rises to the level that it did. And Nobody's upset with Olivia. Now, it's done and her teammates, uh, coach, the coach says that it's his responsibility to ensure their safety. And while 99% of it is mostly harmless, it's just people wanting an autograph or taking a picture with her, you know, those kinds of things. We live in a world where you don't know who's going to get into that crowd. And I remember Monica Sellis signing autographs, thinks she's doing something completely innocent. God pulls out a knife. And so you don't want to live in fear, but we've got to make sure we take right. precautions. Emergency additional food stamp benefits for the COVID pandemic are about to come to an end. The USDA says February is the final month for that to happen. We have been issuing these extra SNAP benefits for over three years at this point. And so we realized that for some people, it's almost kind of become their new norm. And so we're trying to give as much advance notice as we can. That's DCFS Assistant Secretary Shavana Howard. Now, the government made the additional uh, benefits available through the pandemic, but she says they want to let people know ahead of time. February 28th is the final day. We have issued over $2 billion in emergency allotments. So we've um, been really working diligently to make sure that we were trying to take care of the households. And in other headlines, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries biologist Danica Williams says the department is starting to stock some ponds throughout the state, including the one here in Gerard Park. 17 sites across Louisiana will be stocked with adult-sized rainbow trout as part of the LDWF's Get Out and Fish program. Trout will be stocked throughout January while the water is cool enough to support the non-native species. They will survive for a little while and enough for people to go out there and actually catch them and have fun hooking and catching them. And Anglers are encouraged to harvest the trout before temperatures rise and Williams says the fish are a pretty easy catch. Bringing the family out, easy to catch for the kids and then to actually be able to harvest them and bring them home and cook them and eat them. All 17 locations along with more information can be found on the LDWF. WDF Get Out and Fish website. I'm Case Kieschnick. Coming up now on 611. It'll be a warm one in Acadiana today. In fact, near record high temperatures this afternoon. Upper 70s under mostly cloudy skies. Winds will be breezy out of the south. Sustained 10 to 20 gusts at times, even a little bit higher than that. But a cold front is going to arrive tomorrow. And with that, some scattered showers, mainly during the morning hours, not expecting uh, heavy rainfall, nor severe weather. Uh, but nonetheless, those rains will kick out of here by the afternoon hours. Temperatures turning cooler will be in the 50s and 60s Thursday afternoon, only getting cooler from there. In fact, we're heading to the upper 30s and lower 40s Friday morning, and then lots of sunshine to round out the week on Friday. With the high temperatures much cooler only in the 50s come Friday morning. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, taking a look at what's happening with our traffic today. Hey, let's see how it's looking out there. Not too bad. We do have a low fender bender that was reported in the 1900 block of West Penhook today. 
It's right near East Cully Saloon Road, but hopefully it's moved to the side of the roadway. Just buckle up. Be careful out there. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Investing. Good morning, Acadiana. Welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. Brendan Como, Bernadette Lee here with you. Good morning. And we have a lot on the agenda for today. Now, today is Winging It Wednesday. So we have Mark Pope, Jacob White uh, scheduled to be in here during the 7 o'clock hour. But, Bernie, we have no shortage of things Ooh, to talk about. Gosh, yeah, there's a lot going on in our world. I know. Gas prices being discussed and mm-hmm. what the new normal is with that, that's... Painful. Yeah. Well, you know, one one thing that's going to be talked about in the Wing and Wednesday hour is something that we're going to talk about here for a few minutes, and that is what happened yesterday with the library board. Uh, Joe Cunningham talked about it on his show yesterday, uh, which you can listen to from 3 to 4 here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. And, uh, you know, basically you had someone that came out and um, had some comments to say um about what has been happening with uh, the library board and some issues that she has uh with them and uh it ended with her being escorted out by sheriff's deputies and it was a lafayette mom and there's definitely been that was removed excuse me Mm. and there's definitely been a lot of um fallout since uh people taking sides in the issue and really, this is coming down right now to, uh, you know, a free speech issue, Bernie. And, you know, you have, you know, boards across the country, whether it's a library board, whether it's school boards and such, where you have uh, people that will come to the mic to exercise their constitutional right to speak their mind and say what they want to say. And then you have, um, and it depends on how it goes down. Unfortunately, you have some situations where some people are being silenced. You have some situations where some people are being unruly. Um, This is a situation here, though, Bernie, that has people really upset. And I know that I've heard from people that are even on the right that while they may disagree with what the woman was speaking for, at the same time, they feel like she had the right to say what she had to say. Mm -hmm. It's a hot button issue. Um you know what what scares me when it comes to free speech mm-hmm. is I don't want somebody to shut down conservatives either. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we're we're always a heartbeat away, whatever kind of material it is, whether it's a show, whether, you know, it's a sports show that would come into some kind of political talk or, you know, um different things. I I very much get very scared that a lot of things that are considered more to the right would be silenced or canceled. But at the end of the day, just let people come up and talk and say their talk and be done with it. Because mm-hmm. I think that ends up taking the fire out of it. And at the end of the day, you're supposed to be able to come up in front of a public body and give your opinion. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't like that uh, the ladies the specific opinion, opinion she was saying yeah yeah i mean um you know i don't know the lady personally or anything i don't know um uh, mr judge personally 
Um, but like even just mentioning a person's name, that's what triggered the um, them asking, saying that she was out of order mm-hmm. and that the two deputies came up. I mean, can you imagine if you went to a Lafayette City meeting, mm-hmm. okay, Lafayette City Council meeting yeah. or a Lafayette Parish meeting, uh-huh. and because you don't like Josh Guillory or because you do like him mm-hmm. and you just mentioned his name, mm-hmm. that you would then be kicked out. You can't be silenced for something like that. Mm-hmm. In my mind, mm-hmm. just let these people speak. Because right after that, a woman got up mm-hmm. who had a completely opposing opinion and she got to share all of her views mm-hmm. because she was viewed as non-disruptive. Mm-hmm. Well, what if there's another public meeting and that woman is viewed as disruptive? Right. Is she going to get kicked out? I mean, so you, so you can watch the video for yourself at kpl965.com. And I'll give a couple of quotes. So basically the woman who is identified on social media as Melanie Brevis spoke out strongly against the library board, accusing them of, quote, hateful and prejudicial actions. Um, And she went on to say after board president Robert Judge said she was out of order, she waved him off and kept going. She said, Mm -hmm. quote, we know all we need to know. We know a certain trio of parish council members have a clear type when selecting board of control members. And that type is a simple checklist conservative Christian willing to tell the false narrative that there is a leftist takeover and that children are in danger willing to segregate certain materials due solely to personal beliefs. So I, I brought that up because you have no doubt where the lady stands in right. relation to the library board. Right. And I don't like what she says, mm-hmm. but in America you get to go up in front of a public body and say the things you want to say. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like people. But you can still have an opinion about how you think the process works, too. So she then referred to board member Stephanie Armbruster for previously protesting a drag queen story hour outside the library. At that point, uh, judge again called her out of order and later a third time when she referenced him. At that point, she was approached by two sheriff's deputies right. and eventually escorted out of the room. And so the policy, <laughs> their their policy says mm-hmm. basically you can't mention a board member's name and you can't be disruptive. Mm-hmm. But the lady was giving her thoughts and her opinion on how the whole situation came to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, where are we going to end up, guys? If we ban everybody, where are we going to end up? Because it may be people knocking on your door to tell you you can't share your conservative beliefs. Mm-hmm. Do y'all not think that people don't call and rail at us and have railed at us over the years when we have said we support X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. Okay. Drag queen story time. I opened, walked to the mail over here. Okay, there's a publication I get once a month. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at it. I see an event that is scheduled to happen. And I said, well, um, interesting. The next morning, a citizen contacted me via Facebook and said, did you see this? And I wrote a story about it. That set off that whole thing. Mm Now, now, What are we going to do? Silence people on both sides because it's something somebody else doesn't agree with. Yeah, I mean, you know, this has nothing to do with what it was mm -hmm. other than a free speech issue. 
Yeah. And they have the library board have been told by their attorney mm-hmm. that it's okay that they can kick people out. But the lady gave her opinion. And that's okay. You can do that in America. She was not being disrupted. She didn't throw anything at anybody. Y'all, we have got to have, just let people come up and say their piece and let it, let it go. Mm-hmm. Because right after that lady that was escorted out mm-hmm. was a woman who completely disagreed with her point of view, but was allowed to speak. Right. See, that's how it's supposed to work in America. People with opposing views mm-hmm. go in front of a body that we all pay for with our taxpayer dollars. Mm-hmm. And then to follow that up by not addressing us to complain mm-hmm. that she doesn't like us because she thinks we are encouraging grooming of crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Call us and tell us that. Because you can't call us and tell us that because it's a free speech issue. But you know what? The difference is we would let you on the air and we would let you talk. It doesn't mean we have to agree with each other, though. Mm -hmm. We put stories out there so people can know what's going on in the community. And you can have your opinion, too. And that, I thought, was the great thing about the meeting. Mm -hmm. Because anybody can go there. But when you shut somebody down for their opinion... Mm -hmm. That was the whole reason the First Amendment was written, and that's why it's the first. See, you could do that 20 years ago, and it maybe not become a story, but when you've got cameras and you've got social media, Mm -hmm. that stuff spreads like wildfire. So say the lady would have got up there would have been able to say her piece. Mm -hmm. We probably wouldn't be talking about it right now. we wouldn't. I can tell you right now. And she would have just said her piece, and they would have moved on. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I know that it's a sensitive issue, and it is for a lot of people. Because there are people on opposing sides of this. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to the issue of free speech, people need to go home and think a little deeper on it. Because free speech also involves freedom of religion. Mm -hmm. When you start shutting people down, it's not too long when they start coming and knocking on your door and they want to shut you down. So you people better think about that. Well, the thing that I would the thing that I would say, too, um, is, you know, there are many people that were outraged and rightly so when you've had in school boards across the country where you've had parents that have you know chosen to spoke up, speak uh, up, speak yeah. up excuse me, um, on, you know, the opposite of what this lady was talking about, right. you know, of the concern of what's happening in some of the school systems yes, and, and some and, of the books, those beliefs yes. in the books and such. Yes. Um, and, and those people got shut down and right. that's and not fair. Exactly. Yeah. People should be able to say their piece if they do it in a peaceful manner. manner. Yeah. You know, if they're being disruptive, that's different. And that's why I mentioned that in the opening part of this. But if they're just up there just saying what they want to say or exercising their constitutional right to free speech, then you have to let them speak. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what, you know, it's, again, we wouldn't even be talking about this if it wasn't for. You took the position. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll call that person today. I'm trying to pull up the audio from Joe's show because I'd like to play. Robert Judge did call into Joe's show yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to, us to be able to play that at some point so people can hear what he had to say. Mm-hmm. So hoping to pull that up. Um, When you take a public position, you're open to all this baloney. But when you sit in a public capacity, you know, you're 
it's not going to be, it's not going to be pretty. Mm. You know, sometimes people just aren't going to like what you have to say. Nope. So it is what it is, and we will have more conversation about that as the show goes along, especially in the Winging It Wednesday hour. So we'll go ahead and take this commercial break. Bernie's got to look at news coming up. Oh. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app, free in the App Store or Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. From the KPL Newsroom, I'm Lafayette police confirming a motorcycle rider died in a crash that happened last night on Carmel Drive. Police say that they're still working the investigation. Benjamin DeQueer of Lafayette has been charged with felony hit and run in the death of Dustin Joseph Johnson of Arnoville. Johnson's body was discovered in a ditch on East Milton Road January 7th. Youngsville police used evidence at the scene to link DeQueer to the incident. Opelousas police have arrested five minors in connection with the shooting on Margie Place last week. Officers say the shooting was part of a robbery planned by the five minors, three of which have been arrested. Opelousas police say they expect the arrest of the other two later this week. The victim is recovering from a gunshot wound to the stomach. Lafayette police were called to a local gym early Tuesday morning after a man allegedly punched a woman. Later, it was reported he was doing burnouts in the gym's parking lot and then bit and punched a Lafayette police officer as he was being arrested. Idle kid of shorter Alabama is facing charges. Egg prices run Acadiana. The rest of the country have nearly tripled over the past year. Poultry experts say the ongoing bird flu epidemic is to blame. The national average price for a dozen eggs on the wholesale level, $3.30. That's up almost a dollar compared to a year ago. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries is restocking 17 sites across the state with adult-sized rainbow trout as part of the department's Get Out and Fish program. In Lafayette, the ponds are being stocked at Gerard Park and at Southside Regional Park. In the Lake Area ponds, they're being stocked on the I-10 Oil and Gas Park in Jennings and at the Purple Heart Park in Ragley. Now, you do need to have a valid Louisiana fishing license to participate. You're up to date on Bernadette Lee. It'll be a warm one in Acadiana today. In fact, near record high temperatures this afternoon. Upper 70s under mostly cloudy skies. Winds will be breezy out of the south. Sustained 10 to 20 gusts at times, even a little bit higher than that. But a cold front is going to arrive tomorrow. And with that, some scattered showers, mainly during the morning hours. Not expecting uh, heavy rainfall, nor severe weather. Uh, but nonetheless, those rains will kick out of here by the afternoon hours. Temperatures turning cooler will be in the 50s and 60s Thursday afternoon. Only getting cooler from there. In fact, we're heading for the upper 30s and lower 40s Friday morning. And then lots of sunshine to round out the week on Friday. With the high temperatures much cooler only in the 50s come Friday morning. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, double-checking what's happening in traffic this morning. 
Pinhook near Kali Saloon. That's it. Pinhook near Kali Saloon Road. Other than that, things are moving smoothly, and hopefully that crash is moved to the side of the road. They came from every corner of the country, from small towns and big cities. But they all shared one thing in common. They belonged to a family called Marines, a tough and determined few dedicated to protecting everything we hold sacred. And still, they come. Celebrate the history of those proud few who have earned the title Marine. All right, Bernie, so ask and you shall receive. All righty, thank you. As Bernie was wanting the audio from when uh, Library uh, Board President Robert Judge called into the Joe Cunningham show yesterday to have a discussion with Joe about what happened at the meeting. So we have that audio. And again, if you're just now joining us, let's go ahead and make sure we reset the sure. stage. So a Lafayette mom was escorted out from a library board meeting um, after she um, made some comments that were critical of the board. And she was called out of order uh, three times. Uh, she spoke out strongly against the library board, according to them of, quote, hateful and prejudicial actions. And then she went on to talk about, um, and, and this is the biggest quote that sticks out to me. We know a certain trio of parish council members have a clear type when selecting border control members. And that type is a simple checklist, conservative Christian willing to tell the false narrative that there's a leftist takeover and that children are in danger and willing to segregate certain materials due solely to personal beliefs. So that mm -hmm. lets you know what side she's on. And I want to be clear, mm -hmm. very clear, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't agree with this woman mm -hmm. in her opinion at all. Mm -hmm. None of this matters except for the First Amendment point. Right. You can't go up and be critical. This is a public meeting. This is a First Amendment thing. I get where people are coming from on their sides. Mm -hmm. One side says this, the other side says that. And here's the thing about what we do that goes to what you were talking about yeah. earlier. Don't, you know, we get criticism and that's how we know we're doing the right thing. We get criticism for bringing issues to the public. Mm -hmm. You should know what's going on in your community. That's our job. Right. And, and we give the opportunity here on these shows for, people to call in yep. and in situation maybe is. defend themselves. Yep. So Robert Judge, the board president, was able to call in yesterday to the Joe Cunningham show. Uh, and uh, really, you know, uh, Joe was going blind. I didn't know he didn't know Robert Judge was on the other line yep. and took the call. And so here is that call from yesterday. Joe, this is Robert Judge. I'm actually the president of the board. Yes, sir. That called the woman who was on who had to be removed out of order. Uh-huh. So did you listen to the audio of the meeting? I listened I listened from the time she got to the podium to the time she was escorted out. Okay. That's the and, video I and saw. You know that and then you know that from the time she got up on the podium until the time she was called out of order for the, the three times that she was, she launched into ad hominem derogatory comments about members of the board. That's what her speech was about. It had nothing to do with actions the board took about anything in particular. It had nothing to do with 
um, uh, any actions the board did, anything that was on the agenda. And, of course, that part of the meeting is for things that are not on the agenda, but that pertain to the library itself. And if you listen to it, if, um, if we need to get a transcript of it so you can actually read it in black and white, um, it's pretty evident and it's, it's there and it's there for everyone to listen to. This had nothing to do with saying, I disagree with what you did. I don't like how y'all are running the library. It had nothing to do with that. In fact, she never made any comment about that. It was strictly derogatory ad hominem attacks. She was called out of order the first time and she continued. She was called out of order the second time and she continued. She was called out of order the third time as we've been instructed by the Sheriff's Department. That it, that's how you do it because they do have a right to free speech. Everyone does, absolutely. But they do not have a right to go to a board meeting or the parish council meeting or the city council meeting and launch into ad hominem derogatory tax of members of boards or councils. Okay, yeah, first so of all- I don't, know how you, I don't know how you got to the conclusion that she didn't say anything that violated the terms of the agreement. Second thing, there is a form that people sign up. They sign a form saying that the, they agree to these terms of speaking in front of the board. Have you have you reviewed that form? Yes. Okay, look at item number six. Mm -hmm. What does that say? I don't I don't have it in front of me. What does item six say? Okay, it, it, it says what I just said. Prior to the meeting, prior to the meeting, I read off an account of how you address the board, which is exactly the same thing that the parish council reads before their meetings as well. It's it's a verbatim other than instead of council, I substitute the word board. If people have a disagreement about the way we've run the library and saved a million and a half dollars in a year and a half um, and, and all the other positive things that we've done, if they want to talk about the negative things, if they want to disagree with the way we've run the board, if they, they want to disagree with the way that the, the library is being run, that is fine. They have every right to do so, and we encourage the criticism. We have no problem with criticism on actions that the board has taken. But people do not have a right to go to a public meeting and launch into ad hominem derogatory comments about members of the board, period. They will be removed, and that's what happened. Nothing else. Okay, and I, I appreciate your offer at the very beginning. I would love a transcript, an actual transcript of what happened, because all I have are the two separate videos that I've seen that were recordings of that one person from start to finish. So I would love to see the, the full transcript there to know to go into specifics because from what I listened to, yes, she was making comments about specific board members, but it related to her point that she believes that those board members, you included in that, that yeah. your position is your position on some of these issues are compromised because of your own personal beliefs. That is how I interpreted what she was saying. Now, if I missed something because the audio wasn't fully clear, I would like to see that. But it does seem yeah, like her think, comments think, were related to that. So, yeah, I think you selectively picked one thing that she said and not all of what she said. That's a, that's exactly what you've just done. Okay, well, then I would love to see the full transcript. Please send and, and the, the, the audio, the audio of the entire meeting is available on the library's website. 
you can download it and you can have it transcribed. Okay, I will do that. You're welcome you. to do that. All right, thank you very much for the call. You're welcome. Y'all have a great day. All Bye-bye. right. So we wanted to make sure that uh, Mr. Judge was able to say his, his piece not only on the Joe Cunningham show, but here on Acadiana's Morning yeah. News as well. There so you, you can hear it. You can hear all the different sides of this. Yeah, and you know, probably what we can do is get the whole recording of the whole show mm-hmm. and add it into Joe's thing and so people take a listen to that too. Mm-hmm. But for people who are diametrically opposed, I don't think it might might make much difference for people. No, I don't, I don't know. Think so either. Um, so there you go. Everybody gets their time to talk on that issue. Mm -hmm. You just better hope next time it's not you that they don't like and whatever you're saying. And that things don't switch around. I wonder how much farther the story is going to go. I wonder if it's going to die off this week or if it's good because it's, it's on Reddit, which when you, when things can get on Reddit, they can spread like crazy. Uh, And, and, you know, I guess. Which is the smarter move? Mm-hmm. Shutting someone down and taking them out of the room, mm-hmm. you know, just escorting them. Right, right. Or just letting them say their piece and move on. You know, I mean, it's good that people are in the community talking about what is important to them. Because a lady who is diametrically opposed to this mother. Mm-hmm. Came up right after and got to say her piece mm-hmm. from her point of view. I don't know. I just think we can do better. Well, <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe out of this process, something will come better of it. But I don't know. I don't know. I've, it's amazing just how much the library board has mm-hmm. become a part of the news. That is something that... I mean, of course, look, I knew we had one. Here's the thing. But up until a couple years ago, you never heard anything about it. But I understand it. Now and here's that. why. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm, let's say I'm a parent, okay, I I do want certain books in a certain section, mm-hmm. you know, and thankfully some of those books are put in a certain section now. Right. You know, but that's my thought as a parent. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean the person that walks into the library behind me has the same philosophy. Um, I just think that it could have been diffused. Just let these people speak. Just let them speak. And let's just keep moving on with stuff. Um, but there was, but there was a point and, and when Robert judge called in, he made the point again about people being removed. If they conduct themselves in a manner, a certain manner. Now, what he says, the way that she acted you can watch the video for yourself. Yeah. And, and you can and you can determine for yourself whether she was out of order or whether he was maybe out of order. Mm, well, <laughs> you know, you can check you can check it out for yourself and that's why we're thankful to have the video. Yeah. Um so that way you can go and check that out. I just think moving forward as a community we mm-hmm. can do a lot better. You know, let's take ourselves out of the national spotlight and that way people can make policy changes that they do see as effective. Mm-hmm. But without all of this, I mean, yeah, she she stated her opinion and she sure has a an opinion. Mm-hmm. It's not one I agree with, mm-hmm. but just give her her space, you know, just be the bigger person and just let it go. 
you know, you're still the president of the library board. We've still got all these members. You know, that's the board that's making the decisions. Mm. You know, they still have the power to make the decisions. Um, but when you shut down dissent, I think that's a huge problem. I think you add fuel to the fire when you do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it certainly made this a bigger deal. Yeah. Again, I, I, if she had just been able to say her piece, I think we wouldn't be talking about it. I think there is a war on Christianity, and I've thought that for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't run around discussing that with a lot of people, but there are a few close people that I talk to about it. Mm-hmm. It scares me to death to think that I would be persecuted because I am a Christian mm-hmm. and I read a lot of stories and I have over the last couple of decades. That scares me that when people are not allowed to have their free speech, what if I want to get up mm-hmm. and and it has something to do with an issue because of the way that I was raised and my faith and my background and someone shuts me down because maybe they're an atheist and they think I'm deluded in my head. The First Amendment part is what Makes some people go, hello, (laughs) you know, and if you have something to say to us, don't email other people, email email us. us. The phone lines are open Mm -hmm. 24 seven and they're ready to go whenever people want to call. It doesn't mean that we're going to agree with what you say, but you do get your say, but we're not sitting around thinking up some crazy sort of. Uh, thing that we're agenda we're trying to push mm-hmm. all we're talking about here is here's a story about a first amendment question in our community mm-hmm. plain and simple there you go all right we're gonna go ahead and take a break we've got uh, your kim commando minute coming up a month ago i told you all about chat g the first artificial intelligence powered search engine that's free and open to you and me and it's the first challenger to Google. And here's how Google could finally be dethroned. I'm Kim Cloud, brought to you by CarShield. Protect your car from expensive repairs. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deductible may apply. When you use chat GPT for an online search, instead of showing you all sorts of websites where your answer may lurk, let's call that the Google way. Chat GPT returns stunning conversational text with the answer to your question right there on the screen. It reads as though a human gave you the answer. Now, here comes Microsoft with $10 billion, about a third of ChatGPT's value, ready to team up and provide the cash on Google. If you haven't used ChatGPT yet, just go to openai.com and prepare to be amazed. And remember to get my longer daily podcast. It's perfect when you're on the go called Kim Commando Today. You probably already know that there are data brokers out there selling your Internet data off to companies serve you targeted ads. But you might be surprised to learn that they're also selling your information to the Department of Homeland Security and the IRS. That's why, to mask my digital footprints, I use ExpressVPN. One of the easiest ways for brokers to aggregate data and tie it back to you is through your device's unique IP address. When you're connected to ExpressVPN, your IP address is hidden, making it much more difficult for data brokers to identify who you are. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of network traffic to keep your data safe from hackers on public Wi-Fi. That's why I have ExpressVPN on all my devices, my phone, computer, and even my home Wi-Fi router. Just one tap and I'm protected. It's that easy. Visit expressvpn.com slash Kim right now and get three extra months free through my special link. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim, expressvpn.com slash Kim. 
On 6.56, and uh, phone lines are open, 232-1542. We've got uh, Burley on the line right now, wants to weigh in on the whole library uh, board issue. Burley, welcome in, man. What's up, guys? Hey. Good morning. Hey, good morning. So, I mean, since I'm not on Lingen and Wednesday, I guess I'm going to make it my own Lingen and Wednesday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, no, just real quick. What what I wanted to say is having having been in a position myself um, as sitting um, on on one of the boards or planning commission, as it were, exactly, when – when you're having these meetings, it's it's not about what anybody is saying at a at a point, right? Obviously, they want to get their point across, but when you're trying to maintain the meeting and stay with the agenda and the time that is allotted for um, the whole process to take place, it's not anymore about what they're trying to say. It's just about maintaining that level of decorum and sticking with the time frame. And and it gets muddied when somebody is not adhering to the rules or maybe goes a little off topic and then starts uh, berating people or, or trying to make a nasty point about something instead of instead of just using their time, making their point and moving on. But when you have to follow the rules which are in place. And you say, okay, after three times, okay, now we just have to remove this person. It's not at all anymore about what they're saying. It's just that, hey, you got to stop. But what happens is if it's a, a right versus left or if it's a Christian versus non or if she's someone stuck on a certain topic, then that makes it look like that's why they're removed. And it's not. You watched it's it? A, it's a... It, I'm sorry. You watched her in and that whole thing. I I did not. Well, I, I there you go, Burley. The if you played with with Robert, I'm I'm just saying, it it if if it's about when he's talking it's about, about free speech. And, and it's only about the First no, Amendment. It. Absolutely, and I and that, that's my second point. It's absolutely about free speech, but that's not necessarily the platform or the forum for it. It's it's a meeting that has a, a definitive timeline, and it you, you can you you absolutely have the right to speak. It's just once it gets to that point where either the time has gone or you're so far off topic that it's disrupting the meeting, whether good or bad, I, you have to stick with the rules, right? You have to. You have to just follow the protocol of the meeting. I agree, so no, but and, I would suggest I, that the First Amendment supersedes any rules that might be unconstitutional that are set forth by the library board or by Lafayette in general. Any any open meeting, any law, you know, and the attorney for the board says the laws that they are, excuse me, the rules they have are legitimate and that they are within the law. And that's fine, but maybe that could be reviewed as, you know. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not defending removing or I'm not defending her. I'm just, I'm going strictly from having been in the position where you have to follow the rules because if not, a two-hour meeting turns into a four-hour meeting. 
and and the things that were supposed to get done all right thank so, you burley we gotta get we gotta go all right guys thank you burley okay. all right uh we'll, we'll uh, yep let's okay. hit the button right now all we'll right go. we'll be right back News talk 96.5 kpel brobridge lafayette a town square media station Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. This is a Fox News alert. The U.S. is a no-fly zone. I'm Dave Anthony. All planes grounded, but not because of bad weather this time. The FAA has ordered airlines to delay all domestic departures until at least 9 o'clock Eastern this morning as it works to restore its notice-to-air mission system following an outage. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg tweeted saying the FAA is working to resolve the issue. Fox's Tanya J. Power, Southwest pilot Michael Santoro tells Fox Business the system that's affected gives pilots key information about airports. We get updates before we take off and then um, as we approach airports, we check notice again at each airport. Well, the White House press secretary just tweeted, there's no evidence a cyber attack had caused this. House Republicans ready to investigate the classified documents found at a Washington think tank office Joe Biden used for years after he was vice president. Now president, he says he was surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. New York Post reports that Penn Biden Center think tank got millions of anonymous donations from China. GOP Congressman James Comer already probing Hunter Biden's Chinese business dealings tells Fox. It's almost as if there's a money trail from the Biden front door all the way to China. Now, President Biden talked about the documents as he wrapped up a summit with the leaders of Mexico and Canada amid a record surge of migrants crossing the U.S. border illegally. They agreed on a framework to deal with it. That framework includes some priorities for helping to manage the flow of migrants at the southern border, but it does not make solving the crisis a centerpiece. These are the key tenets of the declaration of of North America. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, climate change and the environment, competitiveness, migration and development, health and regional security. Fox's Jillian Turner. This is Republican Congressman Pat Fallon introduced articles of impeachment wanting to oust the head of Homeland Security over the border surge. America's listening to Fox News. Democrats predicted an end to high inflation, but nothing has changed. In fact, food and housing prices are still going higher. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings from inflation by diversifying into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, simply text the word SHELTER to 989898, and you'll get a free info kit on gold IRAs that will explain everything. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Again, our top Fox News story, the FAA has ordered all airlines to ground flights until at least 9 a.m. That's almost an hour from now. That could be extended as they try to restore a system that went down. It's a computer outage that affects pilots and their way to check airports. So that has amounted to, according to FlightAware at this point, 2,500 flight delays across the U.S. Back to House Republicans. They set up a new committee to investigate the Biden administration. 
administration. The select subcommittee was approved on a narrow party line vote to investigate what Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan sees as partisan overreach by federal agencies. The right to speak is the most important, and that's what they're going after. And that's why we've had dozens of whistleblowers come talk to us. We want to focus on that because we want it all to stop. Top committee Democrat Jerry Nadler says the panel will undermine law enforcement and target businesses conservatives don't like. And to embolden MAGA extremists who would rather see our institutions fail than to see Democrats and President Biden succeed. The subcommittee is modeled after a 1970s congressional body that investigated abuse by intelligence agencies. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. They handed out the Golden Globes last night. The Banshees of Inishirin and Abbott Elementary walked away the big winners, both taking home three awards apiece. The Fablemans and Everything Everywhere all at once grabbed two awards. One of the highlights of the night was Kiway Kwan's acceptance speech, acknowledging his start at short round on Indiana Jones. And to always remember who gave me my first opportunity. I am so happy to see Steven Spielberg here tonight. Steven, thank you. The clip courtesy of NBC, Kevin Costner won Best Actor for Yellowstone. Jennifer Coolidge received Best Actress while Austin Butler picked up Best Actor for his portrayal of Elvis. That's Michelle Polino. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with a brief look at news. Lafayette police have confirmed a motorcycle rider died in a crash that happened last night on Carmel Drive. Police have yet to release any more information, but we do expect more details later today. Benjamin DeQueer of Lafayette has been charged with felony hit and run in the death of Dustin Joseph Johnson of Arnoville. Johnson's body was discovered in a ditch on East Milton Avenue Road on January 7th. Youngsville police used evidence at the scene to link DeQueer to the incident. Opelousas police have arrested five minors in connection with the shooting that happened at Margie Place last week. Opelousas policing that shooting was part of a robbery planned by five minors, three of which have been arrested. Now, Opelousas police say they do expect two other arrests later this week. The victim is recovering from a gunshot wound to the stomach. Lafayette police called out to a local gym early Tuesday morning after a man allegedly punched a woman. Now, later it was reported this guy was doing burnouts in the gym's parking lot and then bit and punched a Lafayette police officer as he was being arrested. Only kid of Shorter, Alabama, is facing charges in the incident. Well, for the first time in 15 years, the American Academy of Pediatrics is looking at new guidelines when it comes to obesity and severe obesity in young kids. Dr. Amanda Stiano with LSU's Pennington Biomedical Research Center says before it was recommended to see if the child grew out of it, but now they're recommending a more intense approach, and the sooner the better. As opposed to once a child becomes a teenager and they might have 50 or 100 pounds that they'd like to lose. The new guidelines include nutritional counseling, improving sleep habits and physical activity, and for some, medication and weight loss surgery. She says to talk to your child's pediatrician. You could even say, hey, I heard on the radio that there are these new guidelines and new treatment options for obesity. I'm Brooke Thorrington. The LSU gymnastics team is increasing their security after a large group of teenage boys 
swarmed to see 20-year-old junior Olivia Dunn at a meet in Utah Friday night. Gymnastics coach Jay Clark fears the situation could get worse after a reporter covering the competition posted a video on the Internet. And so somebody puts it on the, the Internet and it goes viral. So now all we've done is, is sort of encourage that kind of behavior everywhere we go. Now, Dunn issued a statement on social media after asking fans to be respectful of gymnasts and the community. Now, Dunn is one of the most followed athletes on social media. Clark says while social media and name, image and likeness deals help put new faces on a sport that otherwise the public might not see, it also has some disadvantages. But on the other hand, it's a little bit of a distraction and it can be kind of a pain in the neck when it rises to the level that it did. And nobody's upset with Olivia. Now, as Dunn and her teammates, as coach Clark says, it's, it's about responsibility because of safety issues. And while 99% of it is probably harmless, you know, people seeking an autograph or wanting to take a picture, that kind of thing, there could be other issues. We live in a world where you don't know who's going to get into that crowd. And I remember Monica Sellis signing autographs, thinks she's doing something completely innocent, guy pulls out a knife. And so you don't want to live in fear, but we've got to make sure we take precautions. Louisiana's Department of Children and Family Services says emergency additional food stamp benefits as part of the pandemic will end next month. The added SNAP benefits paid out since March of 2020 came from a federal appropriations bill, but they run out at the end of February. DCFS Assistant Secretary Shavana Howard says for a single-person household, that was an average extra 95 bucks for a total of over 350 a month. As of March 1st, they will only receive their original benefit amount of 281 Because the extra SNAP funds have been paid out for over two years, Howard fears many will have adjusted their budget to that higher amount. Her advice? Be prepared for the month of March when they're not going to see this increase. She says if you cannot meet your family needs, contact DCFS for a case adjustment. I'm Kevin Gallagher. The Louisiana Department and Wildlife and Fisheries biologist Danica Williams saying the department will begin stocking 17 sites across our state with rainbow trout, including here in Lafayette. 17 sites across Louisiana will be stocked with adult-sized rainbow trout as part of the LDWF's Get Out and Fish program. Trout will be stocked throughout January while the water is cool enough to support the non-native species. They will survive for a little while and enough for people to go out there and actually catch them and have fun hooking and catching them. And Anglers are encouraged to harvest the trout before temperatures rise, and Williams says the fish are a pretty easy catch. Bringing the family out, easy to catch for the kids, and then to actually be able to harvest them and bring them home and cook them and eat them. All 17 locations, along with more information, can be found on the LWDF Get Out and Fish website. I'm Case Kieschnick. And that's news coming up now on 710. It'll be a warm one in Acadiana today. In fact, near record high temperatures this afternoon. Upper 70s under mostly cloudy skies. Winds will be breezy out of the south. Sustained 10 to 20 gusts at times, even a little bit higher than that. But a cold front is going to arrive tomorrow. And with that, some scattered showers, mainly during the morning hours, not expecting uh, heavy rainfall, nor severe weather. Uh, but nonetheless, those rains will kick out of here by the afternoon hours. Temperatures turning cooler will be in the 50s and 60s Thursday afternoon, only getting cooler from there. In fact, we're heading to the upper 30s and lower 40s Friday morning, and then lots of sunshine to round out the week on Friday, with the high temperatures much cooler only in the 50s come friday morning from the storm team three weather lab i'm meteorologist bradley benoit on news talk 96.5 kpal right now cloudy skies and 67 west baton rouge's newly renovated conference center is a convention south reader's choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions visit westbatonrouge.net like them on facebook westbatonrouge.net 
News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. We've got a couple of hot spots over in Scott. Uh, we've got one Cameron Street at Jenkins Road in Scott. It's Cameron Street at Jenkins Road in Scott. Also got a fender bender, West Willow at North University. That's West Willow at North University. Make sure you're buckling. Up. Your national anthem is brought to you by Hulco Printers, serving Acadiana since 1972. Buy local, shop local, support Acadiana. morning, Acadiana, and welcome into our number two of Acadiana's morning news on this Wednesday edition of the show. Bernadette Lee, Brandon Como, and Winging It Wednesday, we've got a couple of our panelists in here. We've got Mr. Mark Pope and Mr. Jacob White uh, joining us. Good morning, fellas. Morning. Morning, morning. So you guys, uh, well, you got an interesting morning uh, to jump in. You know, we've been talking in the last hour about what happened at the library board meeting uh, when a um, a woman was removed from the meeting following comments uh, that she made. And so we will go ahead, and we've got the phone line starting to light up as people want to get in. <laughs> you guys are both familiar with the story, so we want to go ahead and let you each have your say about it. Uh, Mark, we're going to go ahead and start with you first. Okay, uh, so I watched the footage of the lady at the meeting. Which you can watch at kpl965.com. That is correct. That is where I got my info, where is where I get my info. Uh, So 
I watched and uh, observations. Uh-huh. Number one, off the top, overall assessment, I did not like what happened. Uh, I I guess I could say I understand it in that the the chairman of the whatever his official title is of the oh, board, Robert Judge, Robert Judge mm-hmm. yes, uh, told the lady you're out of order three times. For what? You, you know me, define your terms. If I'm out of order, tell me why. What am I doing improperly? She was making accusations. Uh, and what from the city council meetings, uh, it is said at the beginning of each meeting, no personal attacks. Mm-hmm. Even though she wasn't calling names and saying, you're a bozo and this, that, and the other, she was making personal attacks. She was making accusations about the board and council members, and it's the parish council who's in charge of the Lafayette Public Library system. Mm-hmm. So she was making charges that they only they select uh, uh, Christians and conservatives. And okay, fine, they got elected. That's their prerogative. Uh, but so she, she was making, like I said, accusations. And here was one comment that I took from her speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, this fall, this is the lady, the speaker who was removed. Mm-hmm. This false narrative that there is a leftist takeover and that children are in danger. So she was saying, ha, what false narrative? Remember, buzzword. Uh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I totally, there, it is not a false narrative. There is a, quote, leftist takeover in this country when you have the president of the United States' most powerful position in the world saying gender-affirming care. Uh, it's just, it's, it's gone crazy. And she mentioned gender identity. And so, uh, so back to my point, and I will end. I did not like that she was not able to speak. She should have been told what she was doing improperly. She was not done that. And the questions went back and forth around by the audience members, by this lady. What did I do wrong? How did I break the rules? And that was never defined. So let me, so to, to make sure I'm clear on your position, what you're saying is you don't like overall that she was not allowed to say her, uh, to say what she need, wanted to say, but that she didn't follow the rules of order of the meeting itself as well. Like faults on both sides is what you're saying? Yeah, yes, yes. And she was never told what she was doing improperly. She should have been told, you're out of order, ma'am. You're making personal attacks. You're making accusations. She was never told that. You're out of order. Based on what? Is that some a subjective assessment or ruling on the on the part of the chairman of the library board no tell me what i'm doing improperly so i can correct it but i i just did not like that she was cut off she should have been told what she was doing improper stop doing that please and continue but that did not happen okay jacob we're setting a bad precedent because I agree with Mark pretty much on this first point. I, <laughs> I, I don't agree necessarily that those narratives that we see are extant, but that we totally believe in that she she by saying that she, you know, doesn't think that these things are this way and then says which particular way they're not right. tells you that she's wrapped up in this same strange narrative that we all are today whether we like it or not and we have to be able to step back but i think the the point is that she was trying to express herself of course i've gone to speak at council meetings and it can become i mean i'm not a great public speaker anyway this is nice because here we are in private but uh, you know it can be flustering and it can be difficult and i'm sure she was trying to get her point across but you got to be careful not to even 
you know, just, just don't even say the people's name beyond, you know, do you support X or not? Right. But, you know, it seemed like she was kind of getting ahead of herself and getting passionate, which again, you know, we all do, but I think we're in much more danger of getting passionate if we are emotional instead of trying to, you know, remain quiet and critical and thinking about our points. So in your opinion, she, did it, did she deserve to be taken, escorted out because she wasn't following the rules in your opinion? No, not escorted out. I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. I just think that there could have been a chance for her to be able to say her piece mm -hmm. maybe after a bit of, you know, the moment was, uh, uh, uh chilled out somewhat, right. but you know, yeah, it's, it's easy for us to look back now and say how we would have done it. But yeah, I do think she had the right to say what she wanted to say. And maybe now, you know, she'll know how best to approach doing that. But I think uh, to correct Mark on one point, I don't think that the board are elected, right? They're just appointed by right. our council. Right. Okay. Right. No, but what I said, Jake, Council members, yes. parish council members are elected. They make appointments yes. to these boards. They are given appointment for District 1, appointment for District 2, and then some of the appointments, it's voted on by the council. Very true. And so what I said was, if you don't like that they're appointing conservatives and Christians, then you go run for office and you become a council member, ma'am, and then you can make appointments to boards and commissions. That was my point. All right. Uh, phone lines uh, are open, 232-1542. We'd love to hear from you. We've got Booker on the line right now. Booker, you're on Winging It Wednesday on Acadiana's Morning News. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Hang, hang there we go. go hey, ahead. Booker, <laughs> welcome in. Okay, go ahead. Yes, thank you. Uh -huh. It is unfortunate that in our society that there are several instances in which freedom of speech is abridged, and this is one of them in my estimation. Even though I was not there and uh, I'm just going through the news report, mm -hmm. the lady should have been allowed her three minutes to say whatever she wanted to say, unless there was some obvious uh, circumvention of the rules. Uh, this brings me to mind of the authority entity oftentimes will try to suppress the information that's been being disseminated and this goes at all levels. That's all I've got to say. Okay. Right. Thanks, Thank Um, Okay, so let's, if it's okay with you, Brandon, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's uh, kind of center into back on the First Amendment. Maybe they need to look at the rules on meetings? Well, I mean, I would just wonder if a judge won't, you know, be maybe be asked to explain mm -hmm. uh, again or... Mm -hmm. I just remember when he was appointed, I, I thought this is, you know, you just throw a dart at the other two people. I mean, this guy is the, this guy's read the fewest books. Let's put it that way. Well, but, but, but what we're getting at more is not so much whether you like Robert Judge or yeah, not, yeah. but talking about the way that these meetings are carried out, are they too restrictive of people being able to express their opinion? Like you can't make reference to a board member in your criticism or what you're what you're what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Is that too restrictive of First Amendment or constitutional First Amendment rights? Bernie made the comment in the first hour that in her opinion that the First Amendment should supersede rules that are in these meetings. Mm -hmm. Right, Bernie? Wanna make sure I don't Yeah, I mean kind of, you know, 
Within reason. Within reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe it's something. But again, the library board attorney mm-hmm. said that the policies they have are within the law. Right. So I want to make sure I express that again. Okay. So, you know, it's just asking the question, plain and simple. Yeah. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, Bernie asked the question, should the rules be changed? Uh, I, I I don't know specifically what the rules are, if they're following the same rules as the Lafayette Parish Council and Lafayette City Council. Mm-hmm. Those need to be fi- defined at the beginning of each meeting. Uh, number two, I did not think that the woman went over the line. She was stating what her perspective is, Mm -hmm. saying that uh, these council members are appointing Christians and conservatives. Okay, fine. Whoop-de-doo. What is that? So, you know, what I said earlier, she was making accusations. She was. But the none of the council members were there to defend themselves. So I think it was a weak call, quite honestly, by the chairman of the library board to cut her off. I, I, I think she gave it, more fuel to her argument. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was, I think it was a, a bad call. I don't think she, if she stepped over the line, she should have been instructed and it would have been instructive for the general public to say, oh, these are the rules and here's how this lady stepped over the line. I don't believe that she did step over the line. And so... It's it's just crazy, but de, but define the rules. If you were there, personal attacks. Ah, uh, you know, she stated her perspective, and that those people on the board can respond to her, but they need to do so briefly because they have that platform where they can get up and speak their mind. And these people are limited. By the way, when I watched the footage, that clock was crazy. It would show a minute 33, and then it would get up to two minutes, then it would drop back down to 34 seconds. I was watching the clock. It was behind. It was there, and it was visible. I'm telling you, go to kpel965.com, watch what the lady said. She was a second speaker, and watch what that clock does. It was the clock had absolutely lost its mind. Uh-oh. Are you saying the clock was cuckoo, cuckoo? It was, it was cuckoo, cuckoo, this cuckoo. The clock is out of order. Who, yeah, who the was clock the clock operator? I don't know, but I watched that clock and my mind went, this, this is crazy. This doesn't make any sense. How is this happening? That clock is not showing. It didn't start at zero and go to three minutes and then go bah, like it does in the parish council meetings. It was all over the map. It changed three and four. Four times. Well, and this, these meetings, you know, they're, they're a small scale meeting about, you know, par- is it parish libraries or just libraries within? No, Lafayette Parish Libraries. Yeah, okay. They're, they're all over yeah, the parish. Yeah, which we have a ton of, and they're yeah. great. And, you know, that's one of the things I think that, that's one of the things like, <laughs> I had to go into UPS store yesterday to pick up a package, well, it was the wrong one. Uh. But, you know, I was saying, I'm not saying socialism is great all the time. I'm just saying you walk into FedEx, you walk into UPS, you walk into the post office, which one looks the most like you know, kind of like they know what's going on. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, the post office. Yeah, I know it ain't great, but like, but but so my point simply is, you know, the libraries work great, and people have buy-in, and they want to, you know, express themselves. And I think the best way for these, you know, councils or whatever uh, this board particularly mm-hmm. to continue to exist is let people say what they want to say. You're, the ones sitting are the ones that are going to make the final decision. So. Correct. It's it it's we wouldn't be talking about it, guys. You know, if, you, you kind of if she could have said what she got. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Yeah. Any other closing thoughts from any of y'all? Yeah, it's, this is something I wrote down. Uh, we're losing civility in our civil society. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I, I think it's amazing. This lady, I think, you know, I'm making an assumption based on what I saw. I think she leans heavily left. Mm -hmm. I think it's even fair to call her a leftist. <laughs> and for <laughs> Mr. Judge to say, nope. Uh, you're out of order. Why? I don't think she was out of order. I think it was a power play, if you will, to get her out. I don't see how she was out of order. As as I think there's agreement in this room, let the speaker speak. Again, I think that 20 years ago, a move like this could have happened, and you might not have had people challenge it. But with social media, this only fires more people up that you may have more people that are going to want to come and challenge. And unfortunately, I hope it doesn't turn into anything like we had yesterday or more something more chaotic. Yeah, so. and, and just to close, uh -huh. I think that this is uh, an area where when I was younger, I really had, I struggled. And, and as someone who identifies as a leftist and doesn't recognize leftists among most of those who right. say they are, uh, you know, I... I identify with having emotion about your beliefs, but man, I'm glad I grew up and learned to try not to bring too much of that emotion to a discussion. Right. And so, yeah, uh, civility, baby. Right. One, one final thing that when right. Jake was saying identify as a leftist, I identify as a liberal. Yeah. Mark Pope, a liberal, a classic liberal. Yes. Now, words and language changes, so that is really no longer a valid definition. But hey, look it up. Look it up and research it. A classic liberal is interested in your liberties and freedom as much as his or her own liberties and freedoms. And that is what I am for. So in that sense, I am a classic liberal. But again, that term does not exist anymore. We have left and right, and it's a battle for the soul of the country. Yeah, the way I heard it put uh, is the classic liberal doesn't want to be told what to do, and they also want you don't tell what other people are supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Winging It Wednesday will continue on uh, with... Uh, We'll be right back here. We've got to. Okay. I know. I don't even know what to say to that. But um, we'll take this commercial break. Uh, Bernie's got to look at news, and we'll be right back after this. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew James.com. You don't need special gadgets to be a hero. With unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere, the Capital One Quicksilver card makes you the hero of every purchase. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Uh, all right. Welcome back. Winging It Wednesday. We've got Jacob the Libertarian and Mark the Liberal here with us. <laughs> The classic know. liberal. The classic get it, liberal. Get it right. Oh, yeah, that's true. The classic liberal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a difference. All right. So uh, we have been, we were talking about what happened with the uh, library board. We're going to move on now, although it is up for discussion if you want to call in and talk about a 232-1542. We're going to go ahead and move on now and talk about uh, some other stories that are in the news. Um, all right. So here's the big national uh, story yesterday that really caught people. Um, when it was released, uh, Biden classified documents, U.S. intel materials related to Ukraine, Iran, and U.K. were found in Biden's private office. So uh, 10 documents uh, were found 
uh, in Biden's private office. They were dated between 2013 and 2016 and covered topics including Iran, Ukraine, and the UK. And what was talked about yesterday uh, on uh, on Joe's show and on other national shows was that the FBI knew about uh, these documents, um, but it was suppressed until after the election. And then when you compare that to what happened with the FBI raid uh, on Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago uh, uh, resort, uh, you know, you've got leaks that led to what happened there, and then you've got suppression what which helped keep this information from being released until after the elections um just want to get y'all thoughts on what's happening right now with that um and this new information that's come out against biden is this something that's going to hurt him down the line or are we just it's just gonna be just gonna be another footnote yeah i mean uh thanks i uh i was speaking with family over the holidays and we were all talking about how you know, the fact is that the people who elected Barack Obama elected Donald Trump. And those people, as far as I know, <laughs> very slimly elected Biden. And they aren't stupid. You know, they're just listening to what's going on day to day. And the fact that that Hunter Biden laptop scandal was kicked Far enough to where it wasn't on many people's radar in a meaningful way until after the election is a scandal, obviously. And and, and this sounds scandalous as well, although, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll wait uh, to hear a little more about, you know, how the document, you know, was it? I feel like this dude didn't actually read in a lot of his own paperwork either. So, I, you know, how does anything get anywhere? It sounds like something that could have been an honest mistake that right. maybe then was, you know, you know, once you see it, it looks maybe worse than it is. But but the main thing is that people are just sick of scandals. And it's I, I don't know. I just want to see a politician, you know, who isn't one anymore. And I, and I don't think anybody that gets the chance to be one of our politicians comes through that filter without being a total piece. Well, and, and when you say people are sick of these scandals, uh, I think the general public gets sick of them, but the national news media, like if it's a situation with President Trump, they're all over it. I yeah. mean, it's wall to wall coverage. But with something like this, where the where the documents were actually discovered on November the second, before the election, before the midterms, it's just amazing how it's kept quiet, and then it comes out later on when there's no real you know consequences because of it. Well, and for me, what the potential voter consequences? Uh, and then I'll, I'll let Mark go. But uh, the uh, the level above that is that it's amazing that this establishment that is seemingly colluding to you know, decide what's most important each day to right. talk about mm -hmm. that they don't see that when they're caught doing that that they might lose a ton of credibility. You know, people noticing on the same day is going to make people question, why is it that we think NYT mm -hmm. is so dadgum truthful? Mm -hmm. you know? yes. <laughs> New York Times, yeah. NYT. Ahead, yeah. A yeah. um, couple of things. I'm going to be, I, I've, as a, in my the wisdom of my old age or older age, I'm young at heart, <laughs> I, I try not to name call, but rather be descriptive. So I'm going to be descriptive here. I'm not name calling. Joe Biden has the credibility of an incorrigible criminal. He, you, he cannot be believed. Everything he says, it's the polar opposite. And, you know, documents, okay, doc, so, okay, define. What does that mean? 
Is it something that's going to threaten our national security? Did we all look at the documents that were in Mar-a-Lago? No. Have we all seen the documents that Joe Biden is being, quote, accused of whatever, socking away or uh, having in an office somewhere? No. And how do they really threaten the national security? Uh, so it, it's it's kind of a vague, nebulous thing when here yeah, documents. Is it against the law? Presidents can declassify documents, which Donald Trump did. The accusation is, did he do it properly? Did he do it legally? What is legally declassifying a document? If you are a constitutional attorney and you can describe that, please call in to News Talk 96.5 KPL. I would like to know. I ask these questions. They always come to me. So one, two, three. So what does it matter? And your question, Brandon, will it hurt Biden? Of course not. People have a very short attention span. Well, because there's so much news happening. Because so much news happening. And, you know, to be actively involved and engaged and understand what's going on in our world, you have to be a very astute citizen and be a very curious citizen that wants answers and that seeks answers to those questions. And the answers don't come easy. You can get information from source A. Then you got to go to source B. Then you got to go through the whole alphabet. Source A, B, C, D, E, F, G. What do you believe based on what? I just laid out what I see. What's the deal about documents? Explain it to me. I understand it generally. I'm not stupid. But the point being, how does it really affect our national security? But bottom line, I'll go back to where I started. I do not trust Joe Biden. And I find it ironic that what they're accuse, accusing the other side is the mega conservative, mega Republicans. The, what they are accusing the other side of, they are guilty themselves, yeah. more guilty than anybody. So isn't it? That must be a Saul Alinsky tactic. That accuse your opponent of exactly what you're doing, throw it on him, personalize him, target him, go after him, and cut him up like fish bait. And that's what the Biden administration does. They can, oh, by the way, great news today. The Congress, the Republican dominated Congress, has said we're opening an investigation to investigate the weaponizing of our federal law enforcement, i.e. the Justice Department and the FBI. They have been weaponized, You're, those departments. You got the FBI going to after parents who go to school board meetings and speak out because they don't like the agenda. Right. And that's just but one example. It's the tip of the iceberg. Our, our criminal justice system at the federal level, again, Department of Justice, FBI, and other intelligent, intelligence agencies are over the top. This is like a communist country. That's the road we're on right now. It's got to be changed. I, uh, I just wanted to uh, add that I think that uh, a lot of people, they only have two choices at the end of the day, you know, seemingly. And that just kind of creates this playing field where... It's hard to take new information and run with it in a in a, a nuanced uh, or ambiguous way, because you know you have to say, okay, well, but how does my team factor in? You know, it would be like if you you don't have the Justice League, all you have you can call Batman or you can call Superman, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, Batman, you know, there's the Republicans, they're gonna maybe you know make a mess, and Superman, you know, he might not have the guts to actually like 
murder the even though I think Batman doesn't murder either. My point being, okay. they can't call Wonder Woman. They can't call Martian Manhunter. There's nobody else. And that's not really true. We know there's tons and tons of parties. But by the time we have an election, we're going to have one coming up here, you know, and the election cycle just started. It's only uh, 21 months away. But uh, <laughs> all right, let's go to the phone lines. We got Scott uh, from Plaisance on. Welcome in, Scott. Scott, you there, man? Scott, turn your radio down. Hey, hey Scott from Plaisance. What's up, man? Hey, not much, guys. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, to, Mark, to Mark's point about uh, what type of documents, um, I was in the army for 24 years, and when it came to confidential documents or or secret documents or whatever it is, um, it, it all depends. It, it doesn't really well. It depends upon the information, but it could be very little bits of information, or it could be like really big bits of information, right? I mean, it could be the nuclear codes, right? Or it could be as little as a name that nobody wants anybody to know about. Yeah, so when it comes point. to documents, it, it, there's there are levels, you know, certain levels of of um, confidentiality, or you know, because you got you know confidential for your eyes only, uh, you know, all the way up to uh, you know above top secret. So it really depends upon what uh, is is on those, which delineates the the type of secrets, if you will. Um, but those either a confidential document could be anything, like I said, from nuclear codes to just somebody's name that they don't want you know anybody to know about. So. In my mind, it doesn't matter what what um, level of confidential documents was sitting in Mar-a-Lago or was sitting in the you know, the the locked closet um, at you know some Pennsylvania farm somewhere, whatever. Yeah. Um, he had confidential documents. I have seen people lose their careers because they've left a confidential document. And, and what did it contain? I don't know. At my level, it was probably really nothing. But they lost their career because they left it on the table. Yeah, and the the folder and, was and labeled. That, the folder was labeled personal, uh, uh, but the envelope was open, and then they noticed that's where the classified documents were inside, which is what you were talking about. His downtown DC office that he used as part of his work with the University of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So it, it it doesn't matter what the level of you know confidentiality was. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes down to is, is you know, I've seen, I've seen, you know, captains and I've seen NCOs lose their careers because they've left something that was confidential out for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter who sees it. That person can have a, you know, that, that person can have a, uh, the person who found it can have a, you know, a, a top secret level clearance. Um, but it doesn't matter because whoever left that out is now done. So do you and believe? So I would like to see. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Do you believe this is this is an impeachable offense? Oh, if it, if if uh, if someone can lose their career and go to jail for it in the military, why wouldn't it be for a president? There you go. I mean, you know, and he, I mean, he's supposed to be the one that that you know, uh, he's supposed to be held to to, to all sorts of standards yeah. above and beyond everybody else, right? Right, mm-hmm. and, and and but you know, he's a he's he's a politician, and and politicians have a tendency to let each other go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't trust politicians very much. You know, they, they run the country, but, um, but like I've said, you know, I, I'd like to see the, the same standard across the board. You know, if you got people at the lower levels going to, you know, lose their careers and going to jail for things uh, that someone else at higher levels, you know, do the same. That they, they should they should be treated the same, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion. Thank you, Scott. And uh, and you know, and yeah, thank oh, you. Go, no, no, go ahead. Wrap up. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. 
No, no, no. I, I think that's, I think that's, uh, yeah, I think he should be, uh, it's an impeachable offense. Okay. Uh, or just fired. I mean, that, that, that's what I've seen, you know, in the military. They, they're fired. Mm-hmm. And they, they're, there's some sort of legal action taken, and then they let go. All right. And, uh, you know, careers out the door. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Scott. Great perspective, man. All right, Mark, go ahead. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to make a point. Um, I, I, I like a lot of what Donald Trump did, but I, I don't drink the Kool-Aid. I have plenty of criticism. He was the disruptor in chief. That's why he was not liked. And so uh, everything from uh, he's not being presidential, he wasn't. Nobody before him did what he did and did it how he did it. He was critical. He called names. He was irreverent in what he did. I, I think that hurt him to his to his harm. That's that's number one. Number two, we heard that he declassified many documents. How? How did you do that? With all these talking heads and all these experts that I've seen, all the articles that I've read, I have never seen specifics of how a president of the United States of America declassifies a document. And supposedly Donald Trump did it in his Trumpian way. Well, I'm Trump. I'm the king. I say it's declassified. Is it just that easy? Does it have to go through a process? Does it have to be stamped by the Justice Department and and uh, so on and so? I don't know, and I still have that question. I've never had it explained. All right, we're going to take this quick break. When we come back, we'll put an ending on the House Speaker uh, situation that happened over the weekend. We'll be right back. Final segment of uh, Winging It Wednesday. All right, so Kevin McCarthy, after historic 15 rounds of voting that stretched across five days, early Saturday, um, McCarthy was uh, elected as Speaker of the House. Um, House Republicans on Monday pushed through an overhaul of operating rules for the new Congress. And what are, what are y'all thoughts on the process? You know, it, it took them a long time. They, you know, finally, basically at the end of the day, you had a handful of holdouts that dropped their opposition um, to McCarthy and ended up um, putting their name behind a vote for him. So Republicans now have their Speaker of the House, though, again, there is an overhaul of rules. Uh, it's a little bit easier to be able to oust him if they want to. Um, Mark, I'll let you go first. What, what were your thoughts on what the Republicans did overall? Mm-hmm. I think that the the Republicans who held out and who threw a monkey wrench into the operation, I think they are hard line uh, Republicans, and I think that they wanted to try to execute the Barack Obama rule. We're going to fundamentally transform our country, and so because of that they wanted somebody they wanted a hardline conservative and i don't think mccarthy qualifies i think he's a player i think he's a player i i, I think he is a an establishment politician and i think he's somewhat of a go along to get along guy you know think of these weak rules uh, we're going to have uh, freedom of speech and we're going to have you know with it was some version of contract with america that mccarthy came out with it was extremely weak and and the hardline republicans said no that's not good enough two of the holdouts uh bobert from colorado and Matt Gates from Florida mm-hmm. were nominating, were voting for Jim Jordan. I love Jim Jordan from Ohio. I think he would be an outstanding speaker. I think he he's one it. of he didn't want it. Yeah. But they they held their hard head, knucklehead line and kept voting for Jim Jordan. It didn't make sense. 
but finally it played out. All right, Jacob, we got a minute. Go ahead. It just makes me think when I'm at a council and Bob who, uh, God bless him, can't direct uh, and push buttons in the back. So I have to go push buttons in the back. And usually I love it when council's going long and it's contentious. But suddenly I'm just like, can we get this over with me? You know, there's people there just like, guys, guys, it is like New Year's. We got to get this thing done. Right. So, no, honestly, it's just, hey, we got another McCarthy era coming up, looks like. like All right, Jacob White, Mark Pope, thank you both for your time this morning. Thank you all. All right, we'll take this break for Top of the Hour News. News Talk 96.5. Depend on it. Work. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Stuart Varney, and this is the Fox Business Report. Airline stocks are falling after the Federal Aviation Administration's outage of the system that alerts pilots and crew to advisories and information for flights. The FAA is working to restore the notice to air missions system. The mortgage banker's average for a 30-year loan declined to 6.42% last week, though overall mortgage applications declined, refinancing activity picked up. Tesla has filed with regulators in Texas for a major expansion of its electric vehicle plant near Austin. The plant would make and test batteries, among other things. Tyson Foods expects to 400 employees in Caseyville, Illinois. The plant will meet growing demand for snack and breakfast products. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protect plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. This is a Fox News alert. Planes can take off again. I'm Dave Anthony. After a computer outage grounded flights this morning, leaving thousands of travelers stuck in airports. The FAA minutes ago just lifted an order in place for well over an hour. Now they are allowing flights to go again. It was expiring this hour. We expect departures to take off again, but of course there have already been so many delays that uh, it could be a a while until the airlines are able to get back up and running to normal operations. Fox Business Network's Grady Trimble at O'Hare in Chicago. President Biden just said. They don't know what the cause is. That's hard to hear over the helicopter sound. He said they don't know what caused it, and he told Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg to let him know when they do. Yesterday, the president said he was surprised. Classified documents were found at a Washington think tank office that he used after he was vice president. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives, and we're cooperating fully, cooperating fully 
with the review. But House Republicans are opening investigations amid a Justice Department criminal probe into classified materials the FBI seized from former President Trump's Florida resort. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy tells Fox these Biden records were found in November before the elections and were just now made public. America believes in fairness and honesty, and that's not what we're getting from them. It's up to at least 17 deaths now from the recent storms that rained down in California where flooding and landslides did damage enclosed roads, sinkholes of swallowed cars. It's been a bit of a nightmare. It's a lot of mud. It's really scary. And more rain is coming. So we're really, really concerned. Her car was stuck in mud near Los Angeles. Tens of thousands of people had to evacuate north of there. Shattered dreams across America. Nobody won Mega Millions again. So Friday's jackpot will grow to about $1.35 billion, the fourth largest U.S. lottery prize ever. America's listening to Fox News. Democrats predicted an end to high inflation, but nothing has changed. In fact, food and housing prices are still going higher. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings from inflation by diversifying into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, simply text the word SHELTER to 989898, and you'll get a free info kit on gold IRAs that will explain everything. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Again, our top Fox News story, the FAA is now allowing flights to take off again after ordering airlines to ground planes for well over an hour. This has been a computer issue, outage issue all morning affecting airlines. More than a thousand flights were delayed. Now, some travelers are back to wearing masks, even though they're no longer mandated. And the World Health Organization really thinks we ought to. The latest subvariant of the Omicron strain of COVID-19 is spreading fast. Its arrival in Europe in small but growing numbers has prompted the WHO to make this suggestion. It thinks passengers should be advised to wear masks on long-haul flights from areas where there is widespread COVID transmission. The XBB 1.5 subvariant accounted for more than a quarter of coronavirus cases in the US last week, but we're told current vaccines protect well against severe disease. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Of course, there was a lot of anger over mask mandates and also COVID vaccine mandates. Now, one of them is no longer in effect. In a memo about the Pentagon rolling back its COVID-19 vaccine requirement for military members, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says mandates for other vaccines will remain in place. Explaining commanders have the authority to consider the immunization status of personnel and making deployment, assignment and other operational decisions. He adds the department will continue to promote and encourage COVID-19 vaccination for all service members, saying it enhances operational readiness and protects the force. Austin has been a vocal supporter of the mandate introduced in 2021, Congress agreeing to rescind it as part of a military policy measure, with top Republicans arguing it was federal overreach by the Biden administration. Kristen Goodwin. Fox News. One of the issues affecting airlines, not affecting Wall Street. On the head of the opening bell this hour, stock futures are rising. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. 
your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with a brief look at news. Lafayette police have confirmed a motorcycle rider died in a crash that happened last night on Carmel Drive. Police have yet to release any more information, but we do expect more details later today. Benjamin DeQueer of Lafayette has been charged with felony hit and run in the death of Dustin Joseph Johnson of Arnoville. Johnson's body was discovered in a ditch on East Milton Avenue Road on January 7th. Youngsville police used evidence at the scene to link DeQueer to the incident. Opelousas police have arrested five minors in connection with the shooting that happened at Margie Place last week. Opelousas policing that shooting was part of a robbery planned by five minors, three of which have been arrested. Now, Opelousas police say they do expect two other arrests later this week. The victim is recovering from a gunshot wound to the stomach. Lafayette police called out to a local gym early Tuesday morning after a man allegedly punched a woman. Now, later it was reported this guy was doing burnouts in the gym's parking lot and then bit and punched a Lafayette police officer as he was being arrested. The only kid of Shorter, Alabama, is facing charges in the incident. Well, for the first time in 15 years, the American Academy of Pediatrics is looking at new guidelines when it comes to obesity and severe obesity in young kids. Dr. Amanda Stiano with LSU's Pennington Biomedical Research Center says before it was recommended to see if the child grew out of it, but now they're recommending a more intense approach, and the sooner the better. As opposed to once a child becomes a teenager and they might have 50 or 100 pounds that they'd like to lose. The new guidelines include nutritional counseling, improving sleep habits and physical activity, and for some, medication and weight loss surgery. She says to talk to your child's pediatrician. You could even say, hey, I heard on the radio that there are these new guidelines and new treatment options for obesity. I'm Brooke Thorrington. The LSU gymnastics team is increasing their security after a large group of teenage boys swarmed to see 20-year-old junior Olivia Dunn at a meet in Utah Friday night. Gymnastics coach Jay Clark fears the situation could get worse after a reporter covering the competition posted a video on the Internet. And so somebody puts it on the, the Internet and it goes viral. So now all we've done is, is sort of encourage that kind of behavior everywhere we go. Now, Dunn issued a statement on social media after asking fans to be respectful of gymnasts and the community. Now, Dunn is one of the most followed athletes on social media. Clark says while social media and name, image, and likeness deals help put new faces on a sport that otherwise the public might not see, it also has some disadvantages. But on the other hand, it's a little bit of a distraction, and it can be kind of a pain in the neck when it rises to the level that it did. And Nobody's upset with Olivia. Now, as Dunn and her teammates' coach, Clark, says it's, it's about responsibility because of safety issues. And while 99% of it is probably harmless, you know, people seeking an autograph or wanting to take a picture, that kind of thing, there could be other issues. We like live that. in a world where you don't know who's going to get into that crowd. And I remember Monica Sellis signing autographs, thinks she's doing something completely innocent. The guy pulls out a knife. And so you don't want to live in fear, but we've got to make sure we take right. precautions. Louisiana's Department of Children and Family Services says emergency additional food stamp benefits as part of the pandemic 
will end next month. The added SNAP benefits paid out since March of 2020 came from a federal appropriations bill, but they run out at the end of February. DCFS Assistant Secretary Shavana Howard says for a single-person household, that was an average extra 95 bucks for a total of over 350 a month. As of March 1st, they will only receive their original benefit amount of 281 Because the extra SNAP funds have been paid out for over two years, Howard fears many will have adjusted their budget to that higher amount. Her advice? Be prepared for the month of March when they're not going to see this increase. She says if you cannot meet your family needs, contact DCFS for a case adjustment. I'm Kevin Gallagher. The Louisiana Department and Wildlife and Fisheries biologist Danica Williams saying the department will begin stocking 17 sites across our state with rainbow trout, including here in Lafayette. 17 sites across Louisiana will be stocked with adult-sized rainbow trout as part of the LDWF's Get Out and Fish program. Trout will be stocked throughout January while the water is cool enough to support the non-native species. They will survive for a little while and enough for people to go out there and actually catch them and have fun hooking and catching them. Anglers are encouraged to harvest the trout before temperatures rise, and Williams says the fish are a pretty easy catch. Bringing the family out, easy to catch for the kids, and then to actually be able to harvest them and bring them home and cook them and eat them. All 17 locations, along with more information, can be found on the LWDF Get Out and Fish website. I'm Case Kieschnick. And that's news. It'll be a warm one in Acadiana today. In fact, near record high temperatures this afternoon. Upper 70s under mostly cloudy skies. Winds will be breezy out of the south. Sustained 10 to 20 gusts at times, even a little bit higher than that. But a cold front is going to arrive tomorrow. And with that, some scattered showers, mainly during the morning hours, not expecting uh, heavy rainfall, nor severe weather. Uh, But nonetheless, those rains will kick out of here by the afternoon hours. Temperatures turning cooler will be in the 50s and 60s Thursday afternoon, only getting cooler from there. In fact, we're heading for the upper 30s and lower 40s Friday morning, and then lots of sunshine to round out the week on Friday with the high temperatures much cooler only in the 50s come Friday morning. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, traffic. Watch out for a traffic crash with injuries. Old Colony Road at Westgate. That's Old Colony Road at Westgate. Got a fender bender. West Congress at Marie Antoinette. That's West Congress at Marie Antoinette. Also got one West Pinhook at Corporate Boulevard. That's West Pinhook at Corporate Boulevard. Good morning, Acadiana. Welcome into hour number three of Acadiana's Morning News. Brandon Como, Bernadette Lee here with you. And uh, we've had an interesting past couple of hours as we talked about what happened at the uh, library board. You know, there are some other uh, interesting stories that are happening, and we're going to get into one that, you know, it could have an effect uh, on some of our everyday lives in the future uh, if it indeed goes into place. But um, the feds are considering banning gas stoves. So Bernie and I each have gas stoves. Yeah. We each love our gas stoves. Yeah. Um, it's just different. Like if you, you know, it wasn't until recently that 
that had a gas stove. And mm-hmm. I'd always heard people that made comments about like, oh, you'll like it better. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's whatever. But then when you, the very first time I turned it on, it's like, oh, wow, this is instant. This is great. You don't have to like wait forever for it to heat up. It just goes right away. The, the flame pops up. You can see it in action. It's like, oh, sweet. All right, let's get some, let's get some eggs on the, uh, on the, on the, on the grill, you know, yeah. but like, um, so basically this, uh, there's a story at our website, kpl965.com, and it it talks about why they're considering um, the feds banning, um, banning this, banning, oh, okay. you know, banning these gas stoves. Now, some of it, in my opinion, seems to go right along with the whole discussion with electric vehicles mm-hmm. and banning, you know, trying to ban, you know, regular right. vehicles in the future and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, so if you look at it, so they're saying that it's because of the CO2, uh, that the gas stoves put off, mm. um, that's, uh, that's a, a problem, but it also talks about how people with, uh, how gas stoves is according to, uh, the consumer product safety commission, that the concern is about gas stoves effect on indoor air quality and our health. Mm. And they call it a hidden hazard. So basically what they're talking about the you know excuse me the NO2 not CO2 I'm sorry. Oh okay. The, the nitrogen dioxide. Oh okay. That they say is dangerous to humans. I'm sorry I, I made the that's wrong okay. one there. Hey so, man you corrected yourself. That's cool. Well there yeah. you go. So the nitrogen dioxide. We're human now. I mean, yes. And so they're saying nitrogen dioxide has been known to cause asthma and other respiratory problems in humans mm-hmm. especially our kids. Wow. Uh if your child has mm. asthma and you have a gas stove some people are recommending that you make a change. Hmm. Um, I wonder if you can get a nitrogen oxide. Is that what it is? Nitrogen oxide? Yes, nitrogen dioxide. Nitrogen dioxide, dioxide yes. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be in O3? I don't know. Oh, no, two. Oh, it's two. N-O-2, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. No, two. Yes. <laughs> no, <N-O-2. laughs> uh, I cracked me up. Um, so. That'd be neat if you could get one of those, because uh-huh. what if the levels are too high and it would be something that would be like, oh, okay, mm. you know, my, my children might be susceptible to asthma. Right. Um, I don't have that worry. So right, like right. once or twice a year, uh-huh. I'll have an asthma attack. Oh, really? I Only once or twice a year. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's just, you know, familial. My mom had it. Uh, my grandma had it. Mm. Um, and I'm just one of those lucky people, mm-hmm. you know, like when the weather changes to really, really cold. Right. I get a little bit of wheezing, have one little inhaler thing, and then it's it's gone. Wow. And maybe it happens the next month. Yeah. If there's another cool snap. Uh-huh. But I can understand if you got a kid or something that's like super yeah. sensitive to smells. And what well, I'm thankful that we don't, you know, and, and I know that asthma can develop over time. But sure. as of right now, yeah. you know, we don't have any kids with pro- asthma problems. But I remember, you know, a, a best friend of mine growing up having asthma. Oh, man. And it was, I just remember thinking just how horrible that must yeah. have been because his were more frequent. Ooh. And his his attacks could happen at any time. Mm-hmm. And so that was a scary thought for me to think of that happening for him. Right. Um. So parents, obviously, you got to do what's best for your kids. Um. But to just do a ban on gas... Uh, stoves across the board. Yeah, I don't that agree seems a little extreme, well, right? And you know, um, based, I'm all about health concerns, yeah. but that seems a little big. Richard hmm. Trumka Jr. is the commissioner of the Consumer Product Safety Commission, um, and he said, if there's a product that can't be made safe, it can be banned. Um, 
people have been cooking on gas stoves for quite a while now, and they've yeah. done it safely. Yeah. Um, this really is a decision that should be made by the parents, not by the government, in my opinion. Me too. Yeah. You and I are so together on that. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, you know, I get it. If your kid has that situation, you're probably going to want an electric appliance, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, because, look, you know, researchers say that gas stoves are responsible for 12.7% of childhood asthma cases. Um, now, you can also install monitors in your home and run ah, your own chest. That's what I was asking. Yeah, yeah. Can you do that, mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. That way you can check it out over time and be like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. for us, because of our kid or, you mm -hmm. know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm. So, I mean, I think when there are ways that we can work around it, yeah. we should be given that opportunity as, as humans. Exactly. No, let's just shut it down. Yeah. All the gas stuff. But again, that go to me, that goes right along with the whole effort to ban yeah, gas vehicles and go to electric. We can't, we, we can't do that all at one time. No. And I'm just, it would make me nervous. Now, I don't have to worry about that, right? Mm -hmm. But it would make me totally nervous if all I had was an electric vehicle and there were no other remedies other than getting it plugged in and charging it. Yeah. If I am trying to escape a hurricane or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even so, what if you just get stuck in traffic? You know, you would have to have chargers at your home to be able to do that. Well, though. of course. Because people talk about, oh, you'd have to drive to the nearest station, just like mm -hmm. a gas station. But mm -hmm. I would think that if that would ever become more mainstream, you'd have to have, you'd have to be able to charge your vehicle at your house. Yeah. And for a significant amount of time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's probably folks around here. Yeah. And look, you know, who, who knows what happens down the line? Nobody knows that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But... I like gas in my car. Yeah. I'd like to be able to go 300 miles without having to fill up. Absolutely. Or 400, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. You like to yes. be able to take a Bucky's road trip. A Bucky's road trip. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, it would, one uh, person just sent me a message saying, uh -huh. listen, this would not be a problem for us. Yes, we have a gas stove, but my wife will not use it. But um bump Okay, guy, that was pretty funny. Oh, of course, he's teasing, yeah, but yeah, it's pretty yeah. funny. Yep. Uh, and he chooses to remain what? anonymous, you doesn't he? You refuse to say anything. Uh, I'm not going to say He's anything like, about that I'm not saying situation. anything about that. Mm -mm. He's just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, you know, I really hope that this doesn't become more mainstream. Mm -hmm. I know that asthma in children is a big deal and oh, that can yeah. be used as a talking point down the line. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I like my gas stove and I like to be able to use one if I want to. Yeah, and I mean, come on. Um. If we already have tests mm -hmm. and we can figure out, is this a problem? Mm -hmm. There's the a remedy. There you go. You know? <laughs> I just did this whole idea that some people have in government to just take choices away from people because mm -hmm. they know what's best, that's scary. Yeah. That's as scary well, as what you were talking about earlier. It's every day. Uh-huh. You know? It is every single day. Yeah. You know? That's why I believe both sides have to hear each other out. Absolutely. All right, so there was uh, something else that uh, popped up uh, in my uh, that popped up in my feed this morning, mm -hmm. and it has to do with smoking. Oh, all right, smoking oh. costs the average Louisiana smoker yeah two million three hundred forty six thousand two hundred ninety five dollars over a lifetime. I'm rich. <laughs> I'm rich now. Good all lord. Right. Okay, but let's do the math real quick. You yeah. want to have some fun? Let's have some fun. All right, so November 1st, mm -hmm. 
So about two months mm-hmm. since I quit. So that's about, uh, I'm going to give myself nine weeks. Mm-hmm. All right. So nine weeks. And it was getting really ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say six cartons over a month period. Okay. So, all right, there's that. Okay. And times. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. You're coming to family. Family yeah. Feud theme over there? I've already saved $1,000. Nice. Yes. Nice. Right. That's awesome. And, you know. Ding yourself. <laughs> <laughs> when I was smoking, I was dinging myself. Every day, take a little bit off my life. Uh, I should really start standing up while doing this show, too, because um, I'm having problems with my clothing. Nothing <laughs> revealing or anything. Just my sleeve won't go in the right place. Um, So... Because, you know, the other study yeah. that they, you know, share with people all the time is when you sit down all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it takes you, years off your life. Yes. Yeah. Uh-oh, somebody's calling. They must have something to say. All right, uh, Lewis, welcome in, man. Hey, I want to tell Bernadette that uh, I wanted to congratulate her for, you know, for quitting smoking. Yes. Um, uh, when I quit smoking, uh, cigarettes with 35 cents a pack. Oh. And I uh, told my wife, I said, uh, they were 33 cents a pack. Oh. And I told my wife, I said, I'm not paying 35 cents a pack. <laughs> and, uh, but God delivered me from, from cigarettes. Me Good deal, too. man. And um, it's, been, it's been a long time. It's been over 40 years. Uh, yeah, I, and I gave them up, and I didn't have any urge to smoke. And uh, when the Lord does something for you, he does a great job, so I just want to encourage her just to that uh, she's uh, she quit that she could stay quit. Good for her. Well, thank you. That's yeah. very sweet. You, I appreciate it. And yeah, I truly believe the praying is what works the most. I mean, honestly, because it is a delivery from an addiction. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the only person that can handle that is God. Absolutely. And of course, that's just my opinion. Uh-huh. But seriously. But you're welcome to give it. That's right. Um. I call them death sticks. They are. I, I've just, I, cigarettes gross me out. They always have <laughs> I'm some I'm glad solace. they do, though. Yeah, and I am, too, <laughs> because if they didn't gross me out, then who knows, yeah. maybe I would have had an addiction to them. Yeah. Um, because I do truly feel for people that have had their battles with it. And you've had your battles with it. I have. Um, that's why I'm very happy that you still have not, that you've been, what, two months? Two months. November, December, now January. Yeah. Smoke-free. Yeah. I right. bet... I bet you feel better overall. I really do. Um, I saw an immediate change within like two days. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, one part of my body immediately felt better. Mm-hmm. And some other stuff like just, you know, lingering kind of, mm-hmm. oh, this is uncomfortable. That, yeah. Saw an immediate. Yeah. Oh, yay. Things are getting better. Mm-hmm. Now, I have struggled not to eat all the food in sight, <laughs> but so far I've stayed straight up. on. I haven't gained any weight, so well, that's, that's good. good. Well, there you go. Yeah, but literally it is praying. Like, And you have to wake up every day and make the choice. That's yeah. hard. You know, you have to make the choice, say, uh. The def, I mean, as someone who has not dealt with that, though, mm-hmm. that sounds very challenging. So mm-hmm. I also yeah. have some of those nicotine lozenges with me. Okay. So that when... A craving comes on, like if it's a very stressful mm. situation, I will immediately 
think, oh, and then I'll be like, no, nope, I choose not to do that anymore. Yeah. But if it's really bad, I'll have a lozenge. There you go. So maybe I've had one or two a week. Okay. For the last few weeks. Hey, that helps you stay off yeah. the death sticks. That's great. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So awesome. Walking mm-hmm. and using your legs are that's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, Dottie from Uh Wisconsin checking in. Mm -hmm. Uh, She said she is not excited about Louisiana getting all the rainbow trout for the lakes. Stop stealing from her lake. Okay. All right. There you go, Dottie. All right. Good to know. That's a very good thing to know. And Dempster says, in relation to our comments about the gas stove, how about the exhaust fan? Duh. Oh. Which is very true. Mm-hmm. Anytime that little smell mm-hmm. comes out, just turn that exhaust fan on. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brandon. Uh-huh. What can I do if I save myself $1,000? What should I do? I don't know. Put it in the bank. Uh, yeah. That's what I would say. I'm gonna say. I have to tell you, too. Yeah. yeah when, you, when you're paying your bills and uh-huh. you're like, oh, let me go get this cancer stick. You know it's not good for you. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. one likes you anymore because you're that person that smokes. And you stink. <laughs> that was another thing. I, I started writing down everything I hated about uh, it. Yeah. You know. Uh, so. Also, back to our conversation with the stoves. Jacko from Lafayette says it's all about eliminating fossil fuels. Ask a chef if they'll cook on an electric ah, stove. There you go. <laughs> that too. Those two people so right on. And JD from the Berry mm-hmm. says congratulations, Bernie, on quitting smoking. I'm very proud of you. Oh, thanks. Um, I just recently lost my mom to lung cancer two days before Christmas. Jesus, it man, was a I'm very sorry. yeah. It, go ahead, Bernie. Well, I was just gonna say to tell him I been there, done that, bought the T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, crazy how our lives unfold. I completely understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Uh, my mom wasn't feeling well, couldn't breathe very well, thinking it was asthma, went to the hospital eight days later. Oh. My mom had died from progressive lung cancer, and she had been a smoker all her life. So, Well, and J.D. was talking. J.D., I'm so sorry. Yeah, man. he talks a little bit more and talks about how it was a slow and rough death, yep. painful for them to watch their mom pass away from smoking. So he says, please keep away from them and mm-hmm. stay away from them. You know, and I think the biggest thing versus the time I had quit before mm-hmm is realizing I have to choose every day and remembering the very first thing. I am powerless over this addiction. Mm -hmm. So that allows me to say, oh, that's not something I can choose. Mm -hmm. Throw it all on to God because that's the real, for me, what made it work. I think. Yeah. You know, Um, yeah, because ironically, you know, it's crazy when you are going through stress. Uh Uh-huh. And you end up picking up smoking, you know, as a result of your stress. And Mm -hmm. how crazy is that when you know what has already happened, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, unfortunately, I have to think about that going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'd rather be on this side and, you know, enjoy the whatever days I would have in the future because none of us know. Right. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, thanks, JD. I yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. That's super cool. I guess that's another great thing about the app chat. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you don't have to. If you're not comfortable calling on the air, you can just send us a chat. And mm-hmm. for instance, you know, we love hearing from you. Um, you know, and and thank you, JD, for sending words of encouragement. That's yeah, great. and for him getting real. Mm-hmm. Getting real too. Yeah, because yeah. it's um, I know exactly what his family went through. Yeah. It's um, unbelievable. Yeah. 
And then happening so close to Christmas, too. Yeah. Yep. Very, very unfortunate. Yep. Um, KPL News Time is 831. We'll have a brief look at news coming up. This is Acadiana's home for breaking news and weather. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on. Oh. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. From the KPL Newsroom Lafayette police confirming a motorcycle rider died in a crash that happened last night on Carmel Drive. Police say that they're still working the investigation. Benjamin DeQueer of Lafayette has been charged with felony hit and run in the death of Dustin Joseph Johnson of Arnoldville. Johnson's body was discovered in a ditch on East Milton Road January 7th. Youngsville police used evidence at the scene to link DeQueer to the incident. Opelousas police have arrested five minors in connection with the shooting on Margie Place last week. Officers say the shooting was part of a robbery planned by the five minors, three of which have been arrested. Opelousas police say they expect the arrest of the other two later this week. The victim is recovering from a gunshot wound to the stomach. Lafayette police were called to a local gym early Tuesday morning after a man allegedly punched a woman. Later, it was reported he was doing burnouts in the gym's parking lot and then bit and punched a Lafayette police officer as he was being arrested. Idle kid of shorter Alabama is facing charges. Egg prices around Acadia and the rest of the country have nearly tripled over the past year. Poultry experts say the ongoing bird flu epidemic is to blame. The national average price for a dozen eggs on the wholesale level, $3.30. That's up almost a dollar compared to a year ago. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries is restocking 17 sites across the state with adult-sized rainbow trout as part of the department's Get Out and Fish program. In Lafayette, the ponds are being stocked at Gerard Park and at Southside Regional Park. In the Lake Area ponds, they're being stocked on the I-10 Oil and Gas Park in Jennings and at the Purple Heart Park in Ragley. Now, you do need to have a valid Louisiana fishing license to participate. You're up to date on Bernadette Lee. It'll be a warm one in Acadiana today. In fact, near record high temperatures this afternoon. Upper 70s under mostly cloudy skies. Winds will be breezy out of the south. Sustained 10 to 20 gusts at times, even a little bit higher than that. But a cold front is going to arrive tomorrow. And with that, some scattered showers, mainly during the morning hours. Not expecting uh, heavy rainfall, nor severe weather. Uh, but nonetheless, those rains will kick out of here by the afternoon hours. Temperatures turning cooler will be in the 50s and 60s Thursday afternoon. Only getting cooler from there. In fact, we're heading for the upper 30s and lower 40s Friday morning. And then lots of sunshine to round out the week on Friday. With the high temperatures much cooler only in the 50s come Friday morning. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. And right now, 68 degrees. Got those cloudy skies. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. Still got a report of a crash with injuries over in Scott. It's Old Colony Road at Westgate in Scott. That's Old Colony Road at Westgate in All right, it's that time. It's time for the topic train, and let's go ahead and take a look at some interesting news items. On this day, January 11th, 1964, 
Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash was released wow. in 1963. Kept climbing the charts to become the first country album to top the U.S. pop album chart on January 11th of 1964. That's an awesome song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Love me some Johnny Cash. <laughs> uh, would you say that's your favorite of his? Um, boy, that's hard to say. Uh, uh, no, Folsom Prison. Oh, I think okay. is even even more uh, a bigger mm-hmm. love. Did anyway. you watch the movie with Hakeem Phoenix? Uh, yeah. Did you? What yeah. you think of it? Um, well, um, I think it was harder for me to to say only because, like, if I was a kid in the sixties, yeah, I probably would have had even more appreciation for the two of them. Uh-huh. But I was a kid in the seventies, yeah. So we got a lot of influence. My parents uh, loved them, and. Um, I thought it was amazing. Okay. But it I, I, I can't say that I had seen mm-hmm. a bunch of his uh concerts may, maybe on TV or TV specials. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fascinating. Well, I think Joaquin Phoenix is um I don't I, I hate to say he's underrated, but I kind of mm-hmm. feel like he's one of the most underrated actors. Like mm-hmm. he is he is incredibly talented. Yes. And I thought he did a good job in the role. Yeah. Too. I thought he was amazing. The guy can play both good and bad guys like, mm-hmm. down to a T, especially <laughs> the bad guys. He really does a good job with them. With that role that he played in, um, oh, what was the movie with the um, the Roman Empire? Oh, yeah. And I, I'm blanking on was what it, it was 300? called. No, no, it wasn't 300, um, but was... I know where you were going with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can kind of see him, but mm-hmm. I can't I can't think of what the movie it's was. Kill- with Russell Crowe. Yeah. Gladiator. That's it. Gosh, I don't know why I was forgetting that. All right. Today, Bernie, <laughs> you know, every day is a, is a special day. Yeah. Today is Milk Day. All right. <laughs> so on this day, we salute the miracle of milk. Yes. A glass chocolate, a day. Strawberry. Oh, I love some chocolate. <laughs> oh, I can go for chocolate or strawberry. You ever like, okay, you know what tastes really good is if you get like some good creamer. I'm not talking about like that powder creamer we use in our coffee in the morning, but like some good liquid creamer from the store. Mm-hmm. Get whatever flavor you like and put a little bit of it in your milk. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so good. You are not kidding, man. Oh, Ooh, man, good. it's so good. Like I currently have some <laughs> coconut cream Ooh. that I use for my coffee sometimes in the morning. So you put a little dab of that in the milk. Oh, it's so good. That's happiness. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, glass a day helps build healthy bones and teeth as well as repairing muscle tissue. Yay. Um, what would you think? Uh, well, actually, I'm going to come back to this question a little bit as part of some Cartridge World trivia. Okay. Um, all right. So what else do we have on the list? All right, let's go to some funny stories. Okay. okay now, the one that you mentioned to me this morning is one that I'm going to start off with first. Okay. I'm going to start off with the (laughs) psychedelic mushrooms and the mushroom chocolate bars. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Because I just didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know (laughs) mushrooms and chocolate went together, but I'm probably way behind on that. We're just way behind too. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know this. (laughs) So you're wondering like, what the heck is he talking about? Repeats Paris Sheriff's deputy seized 70 pounds of mushroom <laughs> chocolate bars mm-hmm. in a traffic stop on I on I-49. Mm-hmm. So 70 pounds, that's 487 psychoactive mushroom chocolate bars. <laughs> wow. <coughs> I wonder how much they sell for. They probably sell for a good amount. Huh. Um that's interesting. Is it wrong to wonder what that would taste like? No, it's not. Because I've been thinking <laughs> the same thing. 
and I think most of our listening audience is as well. Um, so not only did uh, Benny the canine make that interesting discovery. Oh, yes. Okay. But uh, there was also some other uh, interesting items that were found as well, uh, such as ecstasy, THC, vape pens, other forms of marijuana. 1.2 pounds of actual dried mushrooms okay. were in there uh-huh. as well. Um, so yeah, let's see. So it sounds see. like it was a kind of fairly substantial drug bust. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, uh, 401 ecstasy pills. Wow, 401, huh? Yeah, um, you had oh, only three ounces of marijuana. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> well, it, they had enough of the other stuff. Yeah, for so. real. I mean, my god. <laughs> The, they had enough for a big old rave. I'm uh, like, yeah, whoo, yeah. we know what they're doing Saturday. <laughs> or Maybe not, Friday, not now. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, not now. Not now. Maybe they're Oopsie. able to, yeah, so there you go. So um, that was a pretty massive drug bust uh, happening here in Louisiana. Wow. And, uh, of course, Repeats Parish, you know, sits on I-49. Mm-hmm. So they they catch people all the time coming through that area. Okay, but now you, do you feel uh-huh. like I would tell you you would start to feel? You're, you're going to say it. You feel a little old because you're like, what the hell <laughs> oh, yeah. is a mushroom chocolate a mushroom bar? mushroom chocolate bar, And yeah. I'm kind of freaked out, so I want to know what it tastes like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, you might have one toe over the uh, line into old. <laughs> oh, I think it's more than a toe, Bernie. I'm 38. I feel like I'm going on 50-something. <laughs> that is because there are two little, uh, two little cuties uh-huh. and you and your wife. <laughs> Are tiny human tamers. Yeah, we, we try. <laughs> we they try. are so cute, though. They All are. Right. I didn't mean to interrupt. They you. are, but they are, but. Uh, I see every day on your face the level of exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how y'all do it. Just have to do it. Well, I have no choice. True that. I have but, no choice. Man, I was talking God with a fellow. You. I was talking with a fellow dad last night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that uh, took a recent trip to um, to uh, uh, Disney World mm-hmm. with, with his little ones and. Uh, I said, so how was it, man? He was like, exhausting, but worth every minute of it. Aww. And that's the way I feel about it, too. Yeah. It's exhausting, but it's worth every minute. I would imagine when you walk in the door and they run to you with their little arms open. It's the best feeling ever, I was going to say, it probably makes it all worthwhile. It's, it's the best feeling ever. I can't even imagine. I get there's excited when like my it. dogs do that. There you go. <laughs> no, and I've always said there's a lot of similarities between little kids and dogs. Um, sometimes dogs help prepare you for kids. Yes. Uh, Thank God I'm too old for that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I'm got still you. picking up poop. If I could uh, figure yeah. out how to work out the diaper thing. Yeah, yeah. No, put a, just, just put a diaper on him. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, and you know how dogs are. My dog would be like, yeah. hey, let me chew this and eat all this plastic. Uh, yeah. Oof. He'd chew his way out of it. Yep. Um, when they start figuring out how to take off the diaper, then, okay, then was, I'll be concerned. I was thinking about asking you <laughs> yeah. because... Have your kids, or did they hit that stage too? Uh, and then they're running around the house and you're like, no. no well, no, they haven't They haven't completely figured it out yet, but okay. Adeline's got me a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> that little girl knows how to get out of some, uh, she knows how to figure things out. She's going to be. How to open doors and how to yeah. get into tiny places. She's and, a hoonie, a little hoonie. She, she is. Like, she will show up. You're, you're, you know, you're talking, you're in another room and mm-hmm. all of a sudden she'll just, you'll just look down and all of a mm-hmm. sudden she's right there. Mm-hmm. She is light footed. She's like the flash. She is. She's <laughs> light footed and she has a sly way of, if you have something she wants, mm-hmm. she'll see you're distracted and mm-hmm. then just go and just kind of pickpocket it from you <laughs> and just, 
all of a sudden I see her running around the house with my phone. I'm like, how? When? How did you do that? You are a little crazy one, little girl. <laughs> so she's uh Michael, Michael will try to win you over with the charm. She'll try to win you over with the canines. <laughs> That's so cute. So, all right. So we got some other interesting stories that want to get you here. And let's go to Memphis for this one, Bernie. Okay. As three guys in Sanatobia were arrested. And it's, just, it's, a, it's a suburb just outside of Memphis. Were arrested after they attempted to carjack a delivery driver oh. as he dropped off an order the other day. The men forced the driver out the car and climbed in. Meanwhile, the driver was dialing 911 while the bad guys just sat in the car, which they did for a full three minutes, oh. which when the cops got there. <laughs> Can you figure out why? Mm-hmm. You know the answer to this when I tell, tell you. me. <sighs> Apparently, none of them knew how to drive a <laughs> stick. <Yes! laughs> that's awesome. Yes. See, that's a good deterrent. Uh-huh. Right there. That's awesome. Yeah. Oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how stunned oh, yeah. they must have been? Mm-hmm. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this thing doesn't just turn on and you can't you just, just go? Run. No. It's a stick shot. Uh, let's see. Um, okay. So you know how you have that feeling when you drive up to a business and it's closed? Yeah. You hadn't been there in a little while. You were looking forward to maybe some food or whatever they mm. specialize in and then they're closed. Yeah. Well, a lot of people feel that way on a Sunday when they go to a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've craved Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. Me too. Um, okay, so uh, David Sharp of uh, y- uh, Yakima, Washington, uh, mm-hmm. wanted some Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, well, David went to a Taco Bell after a night of hitting the bars and found that the restaurant was closed. <laughs> Fourth meal. But there were people still inside, and when they wouldn't open up to fix him a few tacos, uh-huh. he did what some would do, pulled out a handgun and opened <gasps> fire. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's in trouble. Yeah, he was big caught. trouble, huh? He was caught, yeah. Um, all right, police in Chicago looking for a man wanted on attempted burglary charges after he was noticed on surveillance camera trying to break into a bar called The Shambles. Officers say... <laughs> They watched the man for more than three minutes trying to get into the place by pulling on the front door. When he couldn't pry it open, he left. Oddly enough, the door wasn't locked. Oh. While he was doing all that pulling, (laughs) officers say if he would have just noticed a sign that said, push, he might have gotten inside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That's that's just priceless and on point. There you go. All right, so what we're going to do now is yeah. instead of going to the break, we're going to keep it here. Oh, all And right. we are going to play a little bit of Cartridge World Trivia. All right, I'm looking forward to that. All right, it's not a, uh, um, it, it's going to be a small trivia contest here, but mm-hmm. what we're going to do here is we are going to take a look at the states that produce the most milk. Ooh. What state um, do you think produces the most milk? Uh, I'm going to say Wisconsin. I have no idea. You were close, and I would have said the same thing too. What What is the state? California. Oh, because yes. they. I mean, they're they're so big. Yeah, they produce 40, 40 billion pounds. Wow, as opposed to thirty by Wisconsin. How neat is that? So Wisconsin, so California makes up eighteen point five percent of the total in the country. Wow. So Louisiana, uh-huh. uh huh. If you're wondering, mm-hmm. uh, forty one, they're forty first in the country for this. 
0.06% of the milk comes from Louisiana. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's why we're like, hey, we made it. Yeah, we want it. Yeah, we, <laughs> Let's keep ours. Well, well, we're in a we're in a very familiar place in the bottom half, unfortunately. Um, seven states produced over 10 billion pounds of milk in 2019: California, Wisconsin, Idaho, New York, Texas, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. The milk states. The milk states. There you go. Mm. I wouldn't have expected some of these names. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a lot of them are some of the biggest states. So do you care if you have whole milk or like skim milk? Or... I used to do the 2%, yeah. but I've gotten back I've gotten back used to whole milk again. Because of the kids? Yeah. 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 Because that's what those... they, the doctors recommended, giving yeah. them the whole milk. So yeah, the, the fat combines yes. with the minerals and the vitamin it. D and all of that for the bones and, yeah. and other. The fat-free other milk stuff. tastes just like water. It does. <laughs> I got used to it for a while. Well, but, sure. You know, I... Uh, honestly, the creaminess of the whole milk is the isn't best. it delicious. It's so good with some chocolate chip cookies that are homemade, Ooh. or some Oreos that oh, you can dunk yes. in them. That used oh. to be my sister's favorite treat. Yes, for, just let them sit in there. Yeah, but she would actually put them in there uh-huh. and squish them up. Oh, okay. almost like a milkshake, but oh, no then, ice cream. But then she would drink it right after. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, oh, I like what she was thinking. Delicious. Oh, I like all what that fat. Yes, in the cookies. And then all the fat in the milk. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. Mm, I wouldn't do that now. Oh, I would. That's- <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gave me an idea, Bernie. I, I might have to Now we know act what he's doing that. on the way home. Yeah, absolutely. Stopping for the Oreos. Absolutely. I have to get the kids out of Rouse's. Daddy's got to make a stop real quick. All right. So, uh, Bernie, thank you for that idea. You're welcome. Um and that is going to do it for Katie and its morning news this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, Moon Graffon is coming up next. American Ground Radio coming up now. And in the meantime, until we get to talk again, can we try to love one another? Amen. Okay. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. Joe Biden finally visited the border. He spent three whole hours in the city of El Paso. Now, remember, last month, Joe Biden said there were more important things going on, and that's why he hasn't visited the border over the past two years. I guess now that he's done all the important things like run up inflation, increase unemployment, reduce household income, it's finally time for him to pretend to see up close a handful of the immigrants who die making the journey into this country. The cartels who are engaged in human trafficking, the drug smuggling, the massive amounts of fentanyl taking 300 American lives every day. I mean, as long as there's nothing important going on in the country, that is. Except that Joe Biden didn't actually see any of those things. All of the truth was carefully hidden away from him for the choreographed photo op. Return each weeknight with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Parr. From 9 to 10 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. This is a Fox News alert. Airlines have a lot of catching up to do. 
I'm Dave Anthony, but it's not their fault or the weather this time. An FAA computer outage grounded flights nationwide. So for about an hour and a half, there was a full ground stop on flights all across the U.S. Even though that's lifted now, flights are beginning to get back to normal. Airport officials around the country say it still could be a very long day for travelers. Because Fox's Steve Harrigan reports from Atlanta, there are ripple effects. JetBlue just tweeted more delays may be coming. FlightAware reports there have been almost 5,000 delays so far. This woman's trying to fly from Chicago to Hawaii. It's a bit intense. Um, we're going on vacation and it already feels a little bit stressful. Now, we don't know yet what caused the outage of the system that generates flight safety information at airports for pilots. But the chairman of the U.S. Senate Commerce Committee just said they will investigate. A victory for New York at the U.S. Supreme Court allowing the state to enforce a new gun law restricting where permitted concealed weapons are allowed. While appeals from gun owners continue in lower courts, the justices could reverse course if they take up the challenge to this law later. This is Illinois' Democratic governor signs a new gun control law in that state. That in part bans over 100 types of semi-automatic rifles, shotguns, and pistols. High-capacity magazines and prohibits most people under 21 from being able to buy a gun or ammo as Republicans like Blaine Willauer remain defiant. We will not comply, and you're not going to do a darn thing about it because the law... The Constitution and the founding principles are on our side. Gun rights groups plan to take the state to court. That's Fox's Jeff Manasso. A police officer in Lawrence, Indiana, outside Indianapolis, was shot overnight serving a warrant by a man who was killed when other cops returned fire. The injured officer's okay, already released from a hospital this morning. America's listening to Fox News. Democrats predicted an end to high inflation, but nothing has changed. In fact, food and housing prices are still going higher. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings from inflation by diversifying into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, simply text the word SHELTER to 989898, and you'll get a free info kit on gold IRAs that will explain everything. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK. Near record warmth in Acadiana today, upper 70s into the afternoon. Under mostly cloudy skies, winds will be breezy out of the south, sustained 10 to 20, but gusts at times even a little bit higher than that. A cold front, though, arrives tomorrow, and with that, some scattered showers in the morning. Then we're going to be turning much cooler by tomorrow afternoon and heading into Friday. Come Friday morning. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KP.